Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, my friends. You are watching the podcast Unleash Monday at 10 a.m. My name is Brian. No, that no. is Shane. It's we are. 10 a.m. It's 10 Well, I mean, it's supposed to be 10 a.m., but I oversleep because uh, I slept because last night when I was coming home, there was a squirrel in my car and it, it vomited all over the place. So what squirrel in your car i'm just making him an excuse listen i had already given you excuse i told him we had communication issues literally (laughs) i couldn't get a hold of you yeah (laughs) i couldn't reach you shane called like 30 times i'm like "Ah, i guess we're not doing a show today we'll see what happens yeah well you know what i'm here but we're here it's gonna be a great show we're talking about a couple awesome things today i don't know if you saw the thumbnail but i did yeah but we're talking about well we're talking about nelson peltz and Ooh. the man who is attempting to take over Disney, and this is his second attempt, and the guy is, uh, they call him an activist investor. That's well going to be that's gonna be fun. We're also talking about Bigfoot. Okay. That's random. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this theme going where, we, where, where I where find- circumcised some, bears. Yeah, we're find, we find some crazy, uh, you know, uh, topic, you know, he's like mystical cryptology- Atlantis, oh, okay. you know, <clears throat> got it. And I, 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 I saw an article that I thought was pr- pretty funny. Yeah. So Bigfoot versus bears. That's going to be that's going right. to be real fun. All right. Also, filthy Tesla trucks need to be dealt with. Mm. And and uh, DeSantis dropped out of the race. DeSantis uh, drawn DeSantis, the presidential candidate. And that means that uh, now it's Trump versus Hillary Clinton. I mean, sorry, Haley, uh, Nikki Haley. Oh, we know where you stand on the topic. Well, oh, I mean, all right. I'm not. I'm not saying she's Hillary Clinton, but she's still. But she is funded partially by the same people. So that's what. That's the joke. They okay. kind of talk the same. It's weird. They do. They do. I think Nikki Haley is more attractive, though. To be honest, I'm an older. Chick, Hillary so. Clinton was never attractive, yeah, even the as the first lady. <laughs> right. She was never attractive. Yeah, we're yeah. wearing the most expensive. You know, intended to by the best. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if you're being honest, Melania. Melania Trump is probably the best looking first lady we've ever had. Yeah, but wasn't she like a, a model? I mean, I don't care. She's t- <laughs> if you go back and look at all the portraits of first ladies, you know, you've got her and then you've got like Jacqueline Kennedy. Like that's that's pretty much where it ends. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I found it interesting that uh, I think I think Jack, yeah, I think Jacqueline Kennedy was pretty attractive. She was. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to rock and roll. How are you doing, Shay? What's going on with you? Good, good weekend. I spent all weekend going through a book that I'm I'm almost through with, trying to do some research for our next video, and hopefully I have that done today. I pretty much worked all weekend. I oh, I do have something I did wanted to share. I've been pretty depressed since my oh, I'm, I don't have the right hat on here. I've been pretty depressed since the Miami Dolphins lost. Yeah. My football, I've actually you know it's affected me more than it has most years. Usually the Dolphins are pretty shitty and like you're like you know they're going to be crappy and then they might surprise you and like okay that was pretty good not bad we made the playoffs but this year there was like high expectations and then we like really failed to meet them but yesterday the buffalo bills who are in our division and whom i hate sorry any bills fans they lost horribly against the chiefs and so now suddenly i feel better i don't know how to explain it so I guess somebody else's misery. Misery loves company, as as the saying goes. And I don't feel quite as bad as I did. Okay, so, yeah. okay. That was my weekend. That's good. I would like to know if you're even you're in the chat. I would like to know what the thumbnail of this stream looks like because for some reason YouTube is showing me last week's thumbnail. So well, I I saw it. It was right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's just jump right into it, man. This uh, this Nelson Peltz thing is pretty nuts. You heard about yeah. this guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been following it very closely, actually. 
you know, the reality is, is that when it comes to Disney, I know we complain a lot and we talk about Disney and we're pissed off at, you know, what they're doing with their, with their franchises and they're just ruining movies and all that stuff. The reality is, is that, you know, there was a time when, when, when we really had high hopes for Disney and right. we were, we've supported Disney hugely in my retirement account. I have 250 shares of Disney stock. Wow. Okay. At a cost basis of $37,000. Okay. Oh, wow. But it's only worth $22,000, nearly a 40% loss because of this bullshit that's going on with Bob Iger. So I, for one, am very excited about Nelson Peltz, uh, who has announced that his company, so it's essentially not just Nelson Peltz, it's his company. It's, it's a company called Tryon. They help companies basically reset themselves. And so what Nelson Peltz is trying to do, he's not really trying to like take over Disney. He doesn't want to own Disney. He just wants to be on the board so he can help make it better. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, what I, what I did find interesting was he was, so this is the second attempt now. And what he's also trying to do though, is get other board members to sponsor him. And if he can actually get like, I guess, two more board members in addition to his shares, then he he'll have enough power to appoint the next chairman, right? Right. Yeah. His company, Tryon, has is currently the largest uh, shareholder of Disney stock. So they have three billion dollars worth of Disney stock, which I thought was hilarious because Iger has been selling his stock off since 2005. <laughs> so he's been selling his stock off. He now only owns 19 million dollars in in stock. So 19 million versus three billion. He's the guy who's running the show. And the, and the non-management board directors, they only own combined $14 million in shares. So you essentially have a whole bunch of people with very little vested interest in the company running the company into the ground. And this guy, Nelson Peltz, who, you know, he's an American billionaire businessman and investor. He's a, uh, a founding partner of this trial with Peter May, who would also be on the board. Um, this guy is somebody who's, he's a non-executive chairman of, of Wendy's right? The, the uh, burger company. Uh, he sat on the boards of Cisco, Madison Square Garden Company, Heinz Company, you know, the ketchup. Yeah, ketchup. So Absolutely. he's got a long career of being successful in business. And if you listen to this, this thing where Nelson's talking, uh, he basically says, look, you know, we love Disney and we, we want, we just want Disney to be successful because it's part of our American culture. I mean, he's saying like all the right things, right? And so his goal is, you know, they're going to be putting out a paper. So there's a website that you can visit where it talks about, it's called RestoreTheMagic.com. And at first it made me think of Inside the Magic, that yeah. stupid, and I'm like, what, what did he say? But it's RestoreTheMagic.com. And essentially it goes in there and outlines everything that they want to do. What are they planning to do? They're going to be putting out a uh, white paper basically explaining its full case for why investors like me uh, and Brian, do you still have shares? I do. Yeah. I can't so pull we, out. I would lose all my money. <laughs> right. Like, so, so we need to make sure we stay close to this announcement. Hopefully sometime in April when they have the annual board meeting, we can actually vote as shareholders wow. for this guy to be on the board. So if he gets the support of two more board members, I think he can actually get uh, a vote to be on the board. And if enough shareholders say, then he'll be on the board. And so what is it that they, that they're trying to accomplish here? This is actually really, really great. 
And I love this, this one. They want to, and I thought this is the best part. They want to execute on a clear, actually they want to, they want to have a board led review of the creative process and structure to restore leadership accountability and reclaim number one box office position with leading economics. That's a very fancy way of saying change all the stupid shit they're doing with Disney movies and put it back on the right track the way Disney movies used to be made. So right. that's one of the five things that they're looking to do. I mean, that's the thing that I think that's that's really the most important thing that's ruining Disney right now is essentially their forward-facing, you know, streaming platform and the movies they're putting out. That's what's hurting Disney. The parks definitely have an issue. He's saying that they need to have more money put into the parks. The parks need to be upgraded. They're starting to slide. They're starting to decompose. The parks are right and they don't have enough enough money to be able to go in and actually fix things and make things better oh you guys don't have enough money <laughs> i'm sorry fifteen hundred dollars for a pass is not enough money you need more <laughs> well oh, so they're sorry, busy guys they're busy you know you know shoving it down the tubes on on content they're creating that nobody wants to watch so i know during covid too they were losing like an insane amount of money every single day because they couldn't stay open but they had to maintain it right they were, but it literally would have taken like two Marvel movies to like get it all back. Right. You know, if they just did it correctly. Two and decent Marvel movies, you're saying. Two yeah. decent Marvel movies to get it all back. I mean, yeah, they did lose a lot of money. They were paying their employees trying to do the right thing. But this whole, you know, woke agenda, you know, allowing the 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 minority members of their organization, like the employees, to kind of, you know, take control over the company is really is what's created this. And it all falls at the hands of Bob Iger. This guy who came back into power, he put Bob Chapek in the seat. He put Bob Chapek in the seat as a CEO. Bob Chapek, you know, folded to his employee base and basically allowed the culture of Disney to change. Bob Iger came back, didn't change anything. And uh, for the last four years, he's essentially been trying to figure out how to retire. The guy don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. But he's making too much money. And, and his ass needs to go. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's even then he was, he was sort of like running, he was still sort of running it as like a shadow CEO. Yeah. He was before. pulling yeah. the strings in the background for sure. He had like, um, he still had like a office and it was next to <laughs> Bob Chapik's office and Bob get in here. Yeah. What, what, what hey, hey Bob? Bob, 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 what's this thing about? <laughs> I'm hearing about this. Yeah, so like when when he quote unquote returned, like I bet you most people there weren't remotely surprised at his return. I don't think so. And if you take a look at it, <clears throat> what Peltz is saying is, and he said this in the CS, uh, CNBC interview, he's like, "Look, we're going to be Batman and Robin. If we get elected to the biz Disney board, we're going to go in there and we're going to actually stand up to Bob Iger and say." When something's not a good idea, we're going to tell them it's not a good idea. Um, one of the claims that they've said is that Iger, basically everybody sitting on the board, and we said this as well. We we did a couple of stories about it. Everybody on that board has been handpicked by Iger, and they're in his pocket. Right. So he really has no pushback on anything that he wants to do. Right. And since he has no stock, really, a very little stock investment <clears throat> in the company based on what he's making, he doesn't really have any, he doesn't care if the stock price goes up. He's getting paid no matter what. He wants to retire. You know, he's not there for the long-term success of Disney. He did a great job. I mean, in his time, he did a great job. He he got Star Wars. He got Marvel. He really added to the Disney brand. They opened up new parks. Bob Iger did a good job as CEO initially. 
Yeah. But he just here, here at the end, he just doesn't give a shit anymore. So we need somebody like Nelson Peltz, people who actually care about Disney to come back in and say, look, we're not going to let our employee base determine what the future of Disney is. We're not going to allow the Kathleen Kennedys and we're not going to allow the, the creatives who are in here to control the destiny of Disney's stock price. So I think it's only a positive thing and we just have to wait until April to see if something actually shakes out for it. But um, <clears throat> we'll be following it closely. Yeah, that stuff that happened in Florida with quote unquote, don't say gay thing. And they had like their little, like literally like a, a, a tiny percentage of their employees were like, we're going to strike because you're not actively against this Ron DeSantis bill or whatever it was. I'm not even sure the details, but the bottom line is the, the company caved, the entire company caved to mm -hmm. a literal mm -hmm. handful of people in Florida. And yeah, I, it's crazy. I found it um, so shocking mm -hmm. to me that this multi-international, almost you know, hundred year old company, you know, trillions of dollars would, would, bow to the whim of 23 people in Florida. Yeah, it, it all came at a weird time. It was all, you know, wrapped around the COVID stuff. So you already had Florida who, you know, who was kind of separated itself from the United States as one of the few states to go against, you know, basically all of the COVID restrictions that were going on. Yeah. So you already had this kind of left versus right mentality. And then when you had the, they didn't want, people to use i guess they didn't want to talk about sexuality and you know k through right they called it the don't like say that. gay bill when really in reality it was like hey listen you, kindergartners don't need to know anything about your sexuality they don't and, and that goes for gay or straight yeah, or, anything yeah. or furry yeah. whatever they don't know <laughs> they don't furry. need to know, they don't <laughs> need to know anything into. Your kids don't if you're talking about, about sex in 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 grade school there's something wrong with you you shouldn't have a sexual conversation <laughs> right. in grade school until sixth grade when you get to talk that your parents are like yeah. i don't want to talk to my kid about this yeah. stuff so a teacher that you have no idea who they are does it and then you get to talk yeah yeah Shouldn't like the rest of us well-adjusted people in sixth grade have the gym gym teachers tell you all about how sex works okay <laughs> That's completely normal. I think Mean Girls, the first Mean Girls movie, had that. Oh yeah, I, I, my my gym play. teacher too. One of my gym teachers when I was in sixth grade was also like he was like the gym teacher and like the 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 recess janitor. Like he would walk around picking up all the balls, and he's the guy who walked in there and goes, "Okay, guys, to welcome to sexual education." I'm like, "Fuck, how are you qualified, dude?" Oh, it was weird for me. We had like all the sixth grade teachers. There were three sixth grade teachers, mm -hmm. and they shuffled us all into like one area. And like all the teachers were there and they were like weirdly relaxed. Mm. Like my male sixth grade teacher was like sitting on the desk with his leg up and stuff. I'm like, this is, it was so creepy and weird. But I was drinking wine. Like, they had a couple of Xanaxes. You know, like, it's like, kids, let's talk about <laughs> sex. Oh, yeah. Like it's <laughs> Look, a late night radio show. At that time, it's fine. I mean, not that it really is, but that's the way our society is. Right. So the fact that they were trying to do this was weird. And so Chapek just didn't have the... You know, I'm sure they went around and said, no, no, we need to support our employees. No, what he should have said was this is an internal Disney issue media. Thank you for the question. But, you know, we, of course, support all of our employees, but Disney does not officially support what's happening. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't yeah. have, from a standpoint as a company, officially supported it. We have no plan. comment at this time. Period. The end. And that was the big. I mean, it was already spiraling, I think, at that point. Right. But, you know, that just became you know, the, the, the slide, so to speak. And yeah. the stock price has continuously gone down. You know, Disney plus is not earning a profit. 
which is just crazy. Which is like unbelievable to me. I don't know what I mean. How is it even a possibility that a company that is that that is service that has that many subscribers that is getting that much money per month can somehow be in the red? I just no. I don't know how any business that is making that much money per month can be in the red every single year. I, I don't know what the cost. I would love to see like the breakdown cost sheet about what it costs to run Disney Plus because I'm so confused. Well, that's what Pelts wants, and what he says is Disney. What re- what Disney really needs is accountability. Yeah, and that's what a board of directors is supposed to do. They're supposed to have accountability. So after it reports earnings on February seventh, Disney will release its definitive proxy materials, which includes the date of the annual meeting, and uh, they're going to make. He's going to make his arguments. Uh, there's a proxy advisory service called Glass Lewis and ISS, and they'll actually, so it isn't the board that decides it's like this proxy service. So because this guy's like owns 3 billion shares of Disney stock, they literally have to have a middleman come in and, and like determine, you know, the correct course of action for this. So they'll come in and play like mediator for the board and for this Trian corporation with Nelson Peltz. Interesting. So yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, Iger said that he plans to leave Disney in 2026, but you know, he seems to do whatever the hell he wants. So hopefully Peltz can come in and and usher him out, usher in a better CEO, somebody who cares about the future of Disney. I heard that Comcast in this, I think in this interview, it talks about Comcast is building huge amusement parks supposedly to like rival Disney in Florida, in Chicago, in like the universal brand. I don't know if it's universal brand or if they're doing something new, but they're building new parks and Disney hasn't updated its parks in a long time. So yeah, trouble on the horizon for sure. Here's uh here's some of the latest stats on Disney plus Disney has 150 million subscribers globally. As of 2024, Disney's registered revenue is 8.5 billion in 2023. The global average monthly revenue per paper paid subscriber is $6 and 58 cents. And the crazy thing, I, I added it up. Okay, so six. So the average is six dollars fifty eight cents because some some users get get it cheaper with certain bundled services, et cetera, et cetera. And then you, you add up that that insane number, one hundred and fifty million, right? One, two, three. One, two, three times six dollars and fifty eight cents, and you get nine hundred and eighty seven million dollars per month, right? Because anyone's. I mean, yeah, you're hearing these insane numbers. So the, the, well, the average per paid subscriber is wait, wait, how much? How much? Nine hundred and eighty-seven million dollars a month. Nine hundred and eighty-seven million dollars. So in twenty-four months, they can pay for a She-Hulk series. <laughs> She-Hulk right? only cost two hundred million dollars. <laughs> how much was it? Two hundred million. That's, well, well, a uh, ten million a month. What's twenty months? No, no, it's it nine hundred nine hundred eighty-seven million dollars a month. Oh, okay. So they could do three. They could do three or four. Well, and then this this is what drives me nuts. Like they reported eight point four billion. So their numbers don't even make any sense. They report eight point eight point four billion dollars of revenue in twenty twenty three. Right? They also report that their average paid subscriber, the revenue from their average paid subscriber, so their revenue from their average paid paid subscriber is six dollars and fifty eight cents. And they have hundred and fifty plus million subscribers. That those numbers don't make sense. Eight, that's mm. that does not add up to 8.5 billion. Those numbers add up to almost 12 billion. 
Someone got some splaining to do. So where's the other $4 billion at, bro? <laughs> Bob Iger's pocket. The yeah. Things do not add up. Like, things don't add up. And um, they also have, somehow, they have 350 million downloads. So they have, like, more than double the amount of downloads than they have users, which hmm. is not normal when you when you have no free content. So there there is numbers that are missing, and I would love to see what those numbers are. Well, the annual report comes out in February, so we'll see what happens. Imagine that. Imagine be like, yeah, listen, last month we only made $987 million. We need to make more. Well, and that doesn't include the parks, right. the, the yeah. cruise lines, right. the hotels. It doesn't Just include Plus. Right. the park. I mean, it doesn't include any of that shit. So there's Shane, a lot of money that makes no sense. Listen, Shane, we only made $987 million last month. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, we need to charge more for our services. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or, apparently. you know, and and, ad, and you go like, ads, what are what, what are the you know? cost? What, what it's it's not servers. Like people go like, you know what it costs to run a streaming service? You have to have servers. You <laughs> the servers do not cost as much as you think they cost. Okay, as someone who has two servers in this room right now, we own a server on AWS. We own a server at other an, another co-location company. I'm sure they're, of course, they're spending way more than we are, but not $987 million a month. Amazon's charging $800 million a month. Amazon <laughs> was like, yeah, listen, Disney, uh, I know you yeah. have your service here at AWS. It's going to cost, uh, what would revenue? Revenue is yeah, $887 million. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have to see what happens with that. And all right, let's 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 move on to some super chats, huh? Yeah, let's do some super chats. You know what's interesting is uh, the fact that Amazon not only owns all the shipping and all the shopping and all that, but they also own like most of the servers on the internet. That's not scary to anyone else. <laughs> they're, let me tell you, they're, they're trying to own everything. Yeah. Like right. Amazon is doing everything it can. If, if, if you don't have a, a federal case against Amazon and, and the company gets broken up, then you'll never break up any company because they deserve it. <laughs> they yeah. Really deserve they are. They're up. so big. They, 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 it's, they don't have an individual monopoly, but they, they may as well have like these guys about, own most of the servers that their competition uses. Well, the servers, the checkout systems for almost every website that mm -hmm. with Apple checkout, They've got or an Apple, Amazon checkout. Amazon out. Pay, yeah. You, you, you've got, you know, the corner of the market on e-commerce, obviously, now streaming. Yeah, I mean, what's next? You know? Right. The uh, auto insurance. Like what, what what's next? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna get into the oh, they, they they are trying to do shipping for all other companies. So they're they're trying to put UPS and USPS out of business. Yeah, I mean I on. could totally see that scummy company getting into the insurance company. Imagine like Why imagine not? uh Bezos. Well he's not in charge anymore, but let's just say he is because it's funnier this way. He's like, hey guys, listen, the next industry we need to get in is I, I just read about this. Imagine an industry where you take money from people every month. Mm. and promise that you may support them when they need you, but yeah. you don't actually have to. Right. And, and, and here's what's even better. It's required by law that they pay us. Yeah. And, yeah. and all we got to do to compete is just register. Yeah. And, and then they're, money they're forced to give us area. And then slowly we'll just take over all of the area. And because of the way states work, no one will know. No one will care that we have a monopoly on all the insurance claims in the world. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they had a commercial where they're like running over a gecko and then running over like a general <laughs> like running over like like then it's like an Amazon truck or something like that. It's an awesome. Amazon truck driven by a bald truck. 
yoked out Jeff Bezos. Those creepy little mascots can't protect you. You know, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, a couple of super chats. Frodo lives for Dar 99. He just says, All yeah, right. Here's Dar 99, bros. Thank, Thank you, Frodo, Frodo lives. lives. I appreciate it. Thank Every little support. bit helps, helps go to the Pineapple Pizza Fund. And Jeremy Snyder, five Pop Culture Unleashed memberships. What up? Coming Thanks, through with Jeremy. the. Woo! Yes, and those memberships are going to become even more critical now because mm -hmm. of the simple fact that these shows, once we do them live, mm -hmm. they're only available to members. So catch yeah. them live or be a member. I don't believe we explained that really well. I, I did not explain that well. It's my bad. Do it now. Do it now. Explain it. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. We changed the way our shows go up. We still do our show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. But now what's going to happen is they turn into member shows about halfway through, which means that like, so we do an hour here, then another hour in, a, in the private stream for only members. Once it becomes a member stream, guess what? It's no longer uh, available for replay. So you could be watching it live. It's cool. You can see it live whether you're a member or not. But once even it becomes if you start it live, right? Even if you like, so let's say you, you start watching it at like 1059, mm -hmm. you can continue. They're not going to rip it out of your hand. You, well, you can watch the show. Yeah, I actually don't know yet on that on that. But like apparently I got, I got reports that, that that's this case where that as long as you were turned in, tuned in live, you can still watch it once you were plugged in. OK, I don't know. But right now it's, it's so it's starting on public. It turn it goes into a membership uh, halfway through, which means at the end, it's no longer, you know, are archived as a as a video you can replay unless you're a member. And there's a couple reasons for doing that. First, we want to make sure our members are getting the most, you know, the biggest, uh, the best benefit from this and no longer have to go and try to find member streams. But then additionally, it allows our our hopefully our channel to start growing because, you know, live shows and videos don't really mix very well on YouTube. That's, so. the, that's the main reason why we're doing it. So it's the, we wanted the shows to still be available. The other option was making them, just turning them off. So you get to watch it live and we just, and then it becomes unlisted. But then we thought, well, we could do that, but then no one gets to watch them. Why not make it a member's thing? So the motivation was not to create, to make it a member benefit. It just kind of turns out that way, which is yeah, cool for the way YouTube works, right? Right. And, but we really need is the other, you know, clips that we put up on our show to actually grow the show because I don't know if you guys are aware, but for the last like seven months, our subscriber base has just gone down and our views are pretty, you know, they're just the same <laughs> each yeah. show, which is great. We're glad you guys come and show, but in order to be able to do this long term, you know, and to be able to afford to do it, we have to grow the channel. So, that's the motivation behind it. Hopefully it doesn't leave anybody out. Hopefully you get to watch the show. Um, it is pretty cheap if you want to be a member. So hopefully you do that. Yeah. And here's a little ad before we go on to the next topic. Um, a couple months ago, we talked about the infamous Mark Twain music video. Remember that, Shane? I'm oh, Mark yes. Twain. Oh, this is my yeah. name. My name. Yeah. I finally found it deep buried into my hard drive. <laughs> I found this gem from the late 90s. And I uploaded it to YouTube, and I've let it sit in the system to make sure there's no copyright issues. I don't know. But now that we know it's 100% good, this music video is going to be going up as a member's video this week for all you hardcore people out there. Let's give it a 10-second listen. Oh, I, have to, I have to unmute it. This is the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Look at all these white people. These little white uh, teenagers, that literally like in their mom's Jaguars. So this is a real music video. 
that uh, a bunch of rich, rich uh, yuppie kids made, looking like gangsters. And well, that. Let, let's just yeah, give a little wanna, taste. Yeah. Player, <laughs> Save it for the member <laughs> section. The guy with the gun in his in his in his sweats is really funny. Yeah, I don't know where we ran across this like a decade ago, but I think we I think we found it on like you know one of those like. Uh, e-bombs world or something a million years ago mm-hmm. and i just saved it for some reason yeah that's going to be going up as a members video and it will always be a members video because i'm pretty sure that we would get in trouble for making that live well so. it's it's somebody else's video so you wouldn't want to do it all right it's true all right next topic mm-hmm. we need to talk about those filthy disgusting tesla trucks <laughs> i don't like hearing this man I've got Tesla stock. I do not want to hear about problems with with the Cybertruck. Yeah. So first off, full disclosure here. I'm actually I'm actually a pretty big fan of the Cybertruck. And I'll tell you why. Not because it's a good looking truck. It is not. Because it looks like something out of Terminator yeah. 3. Not because it, it, it works great. Because apparently it doesn't work that great. For one reason is that. This might be the most unique vehicle in the last 25 years. I remember a time where cars coming out in like the 90s were unique, where you had like, remember the Dodge Viper? It was literally like the Batmobile, you know? Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. Like, yeah. Very expensive. Yeah, like commercially available vehicles and personally available vehicles were unique. And like people were outdoing themselves to try to come out with a unique vehicles, whether it's the the avalanche the truck that you can turn from an suv into mm. a pickup truck right the yeah, dodge yeah. viper the transformer that the pt cruiser uh that one car where it looks like a model t hot rod but there were so many really cool ideas and over the last 30 years every single vehicle i see has just is just sort of like an amalgamation of every other vehicle of the yes it's, a, it's an amalgamation of the prius it's a yeah right it's just a <laughs> Yeah, it's just a, Prius. It's a Everything version out of the there Prius. Goddamn Prius. It's like someone, you know, uh, train, you know, uh, went their AI and just made a lot of images based on the Prius. And that's what, every single car is just based on that car. It's just sort of like the p- typical sedan. And the only real difference is what type of vehicle. You're getting an SUV, a sedan, a truck, and or a van or whatever. Mm. I remember when the Chevy Venture came out and there was a door on each side. People were like, whoa, mind blowing. I don't feel like we're actually like innovating anymore in the the auto industry. And as someone who used to love cars and love all these crazy ideas, and my favorite car is is probably an El Camino or something like that, unique cars. I I have really lost interest in in cars. And then when the Cybertruck, when Elon Musk, that crazy bastard, came out with the Cybertruck, First off, guys, it's called the Cyber Truck, which is a great name. Yeah, Elon Musk great is name. such a nerd, though. Like, it's it's he's literally it's like you know what's so cool? Cyberpunk is a very cool aesthetic. <laughs> Let's make a truck called the Cyber Truck. Yes, I love his I love his autistic nature because he should have just named the truck the X Truck. <laughs> he should have <laughs> X Truck. I mean, it was coming. He probably tried to name it the X Truck, and they're like, "Come on, Elon." Yeah, my like, favorite right, part so was this. Can you guys please. recall this? He went. He's going to show the durability of the prototype X Truck, and he yeah. tells this was, the, this was the first demo. Yeah, the first demo. He yeah. tells the one of the designers, the guy who's been working on this thing for <laughs> years, months. He's like, "Listen, take your metal ball and show them how durable it is." 
And he gives him like a lead ball. And here we go. Should, should we tell Elon we didn't sure. replace the windshield? Yeah. Oh my oh, it instantly oh, breaks. <laughs> shit. Look at the look on his face. He's like, oh. yeah. Well, well, maybe that was a little too hard. I love, I love Elon's. Elon's reaction was like, oh well, a little too hard. Well, that's right. He had Joe Rogan fire a dart or you know hit a throw, shoot a crossbow into it. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. So the thing is, so this truck, if you notice, it is. It looks like. You know, it looks literally looks like a vehicle out of Cyberpunk 2020, whatever that game, or mm. or any game. It looks like if you remember playing those racing games where you were in like a futuristic, literally like a futuristic race truck kind of, kind of thing. I think it was called like Microsoft a Future Racer or something. It looks like that. Like someone was like, "Hey, you know all those racing games from the 90s? Let's make an actual truck based on that." So I love that idea. Not because I actually like the way it looks or works, but I just want I, I want something that is unique. And it's made out of stainless steel. What was the last car that was made out of stainless steel? Oh, it was a flying car. Yes, the flying car. Do you guys recall <laughs> the infamous DeLorean? The last vehicle made out of pure, unpainted, untarnished stainless steel was the DeLorean from Back to the Future, that car. Right. Now, if I do believe... That Elon might letting me letting his nerd underwear show a little, his underwear show a little mm. bit when he's like, when he wanted to make a cyberpunk truck and it needs to be stainless steel like the DeLorean. Of course, that's why he did it. And that's why we love it, because it does kind of have that DeLorean vibe. But let's talk about this article. And here okay? we go. So in the contract. So first off, people are starting to get their cyber trucks now. It's, you know, it was delayed a lot for obvious reasons. People are starting to get them finally after after long, long delays. And because they're made out of stainless steel, they have no paint, they have no protection, they have nothing. There's actually a part of their manual. This is what it says in the in the owner's manual. To prevent... Now, I'm going to read in Elon's voice because it's just funnier to me. To prevent damage to the exterior, immediately remove corrosive substances such as grease, oil, bird droppings, tree resin, dead insects, tar spots, road salts, industrial fallout, etc. Do Nuclear not wait waste. until... What's that? Nuclear waste. I'm just yeah, adding to it. Yeah, nuclear waste, uh, child vomit, world kill. <laughs> Do not wait until the Cybertruck is due for a complete wash. If necessary, use denatured de alcohol to remove tar spots and stubborn grease stains. Then immediately wash the area with, with water and a mild non-detergent soap to remove the alcohol. Because it's made out of stainless steel. Right. Which means that anything that touches this thing for too long can cor corrode it to the point where it's no longer rust resistant. <laughs> well, let's, well, that's not hundred percent true. So I did a little bit of dig digging deeper, which this person did not do in their article. Unfortunately, mm. this person, interesting, they point out this thing, which is, which is interesting that you put it. If anybody has had a vehicle, you know that you need to get grease, oil, bird droppings, tree resin, tar from the road, that shit's got to come off your car pretty quick on any vehicle because the longer you let it sit on your car, the harder it is to get off of it. Right. Okay. The harder it is to clean it. So that's one thing. So I haven't washed my car in three years. <laughs> I haven't washed my Jeep in three years. Well, oh, well, okay. Well, it's, it's your Jeep. So I let the rain away. do it. <laughs> that's all. Well, so the point is, is that you should be doing that with your vehicles anyways. Sure. Yeah. So because it's, it is, it makes it difficult. You can't remove it and it's ugly and it makes your car look like shit. Uh, now you're talking about if you want your stainless steel to be, you know, 
to be clean and pristine, you're going to have to, it's going to show up on that stuff. Um, what's interesting about this article though, is they go through and they ask these questions like, you know, what is it, you know, is, is, is the stainless steel, you know, going to, uh, is it going to be a problem? If you drive for the, for the summer, is your cyber truck, you know, is it going to like disintegrate? They ask all these questions, right? And then they don't give us any answers. It says, I guess we'll have to wait for, for cyber truck owners to give us the answers. Well, sh dumbass, if you just go and like pull up a couple articles, does stainless steel deteriorate? Stainless steel is highly resistant to corrosion, staining, and rust. Not com completely immune to deterioration, but neither is vehicles uh, even with a clear coat and painted. So, you know, hopefully Elon or, or somebody over at Tesla will say why this is in here. But my guess is the reason why this is actually in, in, the, in the manual is because if you do this, it's going to make the vehicle look better. And let me ask you. Uh, in order to sell more cyber trucks, what do you want to do? You want people to keep their cyber trucks clean and looking good, right? Because then more people right. are going to want to buy the truck because it looks good. Because stainless steel, if you don't take care of it, it does, it'll get splotchy. Well, it gets scratched really easily. Yes. So yeah. you do kind of got to take care of stainless steel, but it doesn't mean, you know, they're making this, this article sound and, and they're well, making man, it sound like th there is something to it. You have a good point, but then there there is what what this guy just said, the oxide barrier. There is an oxide barrier. And mm -hmm. paint is what protects metal, whether it's stainless steel or aluminum, whatever it is, right. from that oxide barrier. This has no paint, which means that even though it's more resistant than the metals, it it's not as resistant as it would be if it had a clear coat of paint. It's not as resistant, but it's like a fraction right, less right. resistant. So like stainless steel is like super resistant. Now, if there was a coat of paint on it, would it be a fraction more? Yes. But the, the, they make it sound like, oh my God, we need to be concerned that your, your vehicle is going to corrode in six months or whatever. Well, what I'm you worried know? about more is like, have you ever had stainless steel things? They get scratched so easy. And it's the true. longer you have them, the more you little tiny scratches all over them. And you're just going to see cyber trucks walking by. They just look like the back of that old tablet you have where it's just like covered in scratches, dude. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I haven't looked into this, but hopefully they have some sort of clear coating over the stainless steel that protects it nope. and things like that. It's raw stainless steel. So you're saying there's no coating no. at all in the stainless yeah. steel. Just like the DeLorean, there's no coating. <clears throat> it's, Interesting. It's just the oxide barrier, which is, it is formed naturally. You can... Uh, you can kill that oxide barrier with a little bit of sanding. It's it's funny that the scratching is going to be really noticeable in the future. Um, I also yeah. saw I saw a video where the Cybertruck was doing an off-road test and it got stuck. And it was so embarrassing for Elon cuz like they had to call like a for a gas a gas engine like a regular Ford truck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and the guy walks up he, the guy drives up and he's like, "Hey, He's like a hillbilly. He's like, hey, you guys got your fancy, you got your fancy electric vehicle stuck out of here, huh? That's why you got to have a good big truck like this. <laughs> he pats his car. Either way, man, that's this is the car for that I want. I want, I want, I want a good old fashioned or a good new cyber truck. That's what I want. Ah, it just drives me crazy. I'm looking. I looked up will the cyber truck rust, and there's all these art, all these things linked to this article, right? Oh, it turns out the cyber truck's gonna corrode. Oh, you better wipe bird poop off. Hey, listen, guys, you need to do that for any vehicle you have, not just the Cybertruck. Yeah, this is a little bit right. disingenuous. The look of this thing is just so wild to me. 
Like it is, and it's wider than than other vehicles. Mm -hmm. So when when it first came out, my son was completely obsessed with it, and he was like getting the measurements, and he'd go out and measure our car, and he's like, "Dad, you couldn't fit this thing in the driveway next to Mom's car." And I'm like, "Don't worry, son, I can't afford that vehicle anyways." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not, not gonna, gonna be a problem, son. <laughs> not a problem, but but apparently it's wider than having like a two vehicle driveway. You you would ha struggle to have both vehicles in there i found it funny like you can reserve your cyber truck today for 150 dollars. you're like cool and how much is the car <laughs> you're paying for it for the rest of your life right okay guys that's it for tesla i found it fascinating listen i'm not downing elon musk i like elon musk a lot and i like what he does and i like that he has the courage to sort of like just bum rush every idea he has with everything you know he just gives everything his all whether it works or not and he does and, you know, some th stuff he does doesn't work or maybe it's a work in progress. And I like I hate how the liberal media is constantly just attacking every single thing that fails or not. Look, guys, you're going to have failure failures on the way to success. Why is Elon Musk one of the most successful people on the planet? Because he does he does a lot. He had he failed a lot, probably a lot of things before those few things work. Every failure is a lesson on what's going to get you to the next step. Every rocket that blew up was just them learning how to get to the next step. Every failed PayPal gateway or whatever. Like, failure is an important part of succeeding. Without failure, you cannot succeed. You cannot succeed without, without failing first. Well, and he doesn't, he doesn't sleep much and he works pretty much constantly. You know, you have to be, you know, can you imagine being a, a genius who all, all you do is work? Imagine what you can accomplish. You know, we like to spend time with our family, so we're screwed. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah, can't do it. All right, let's talk about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <clears throat> composure. Shane, let's talk about Bigfoot. All right, I don't mind talking about Bigfoot. No, it, I it, know. It be real. Do you, do you like what I'm doing here when I'm adding these like sort of cryptozoology? Aren't you going to do news of the weird thing? Fringe science, you know, stuff to the show. Where's our news of the weird intro? Well, no, this is not weekly weird. It could be, though. It you know be. what? It could be. You know what? You're right. Yeah. F it. This, we're going to make this a weekly weird. Here we go. Thanks. Get ready, you fucking weirdos. That intro is the weirdest God, God, God forsaken that, intro. But uh, it's, it's kind of that. You know what? It's weird, which is cool because it's the weekly weird. Yeah. So I was trying to make an, make an intro that had that made very little sense. <laughs> you, you succeeded. I, su I succeed. I was my, my first <laughs> attempt at the intro was going to be just a. A slow, slow zoom, pan, zoom on my face. And I was like, and then you in the background, get ready, you fucking weirdos. I was going to make it creepy like that, but I decided yeah, not to do it. That would have been kind of weird, like creepy. You know, what's funny is speaking of Bigfoot, <clears throat> I found myself just randomly watching Gary's far, whatever's, what's his show? Far Out Universe. That's my favorite thing that Gary does. Yeah. The, the whatever he does it with the guy, Tim Cass's old friend and uh, yeah, Garrett. They got like a. Not Garrett. Hey, what's, so, what's Garrett's real name? What's his what's his fake name? Oh, Quarterback. You're talking about quarterback Garrett? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting because, you know, they were talking about Bigfoot. So and then you, you brought up this story. I'm like, well, maybe Brian was watching it too. Is Bigfoot real? <clears throat> Before you tell the story, Brian, do you think Bigfoot is real? Well, you know what, Shane? Let's see. You think there's you think there's things like this out in the forest? No, well, that's um, obviously a suit. But show no, the one. That, show no. the original one. Okay. All right. We'll show you the original. Know, you know the one where where Will Feral is like yeah yeah this is this is the this is the footage that yes i have the original 
This is the original footage that sparked the book, the Bigfoot conspiracy, and okay, all the oh no, not footage, is picture. It was footage though. Here's the picture. Someone guy got grainy footage of this giant monkey looking thing. It's on film. On film, yeah. yeah. I would play it for you, but I'm not sure if it's copyright or not. So, ah, uh, no, you can play this footage. You sure? Yeah. Why would you? Uh, I mean, it's it's like from 1970 something. All right, and it's like it. it's like eight seconds. I don't even think you'd be copyrighted. Okay, all right, <clears throat> and then then I'll play it. Here we go. Okay. Um. So basically, this is what started the whole thing. It's way more than eight seconds, by the way. But there it is. There's the guy. I'm sorry. Get the past right. Now that might be. Yeah, this is all copyrighted. But there it is. <laughs> I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> so there's a the point. There it is. All I know is that that Bigfoot's got some junk in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a guy in a in a monkey suit. Like, now listen, <laughs> I've actually watched many specials on that where people break down the fact that they they don't think it is. Oh my God, of course you have. No, I love it. The 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 all the different like ratios of everything and how it works. Back then, having the ability to even do that, the the way the the way the muscles move under the skin. Oh my! Like God. they sh they talk about this stuff. I got to tell you, I think it's real. You guys know that when you're seeing that footage, yeah, on on the history channel or whatever it's been upscaled to death which means so many jpeg artifacts have been added to that image that you're not seeing the original footage until someone has the original yeah. film you're seeing something that has been copied and copied and copied so all those little muscles moving and different, like you're not I've seeing seen the original film you've seen the original film yes when it, yes remember you gotta remember when i was born a long time ago so when this stuff was first played it all was played was the original film right right Right, right, right. So I'm just telling you, I think I think they got Bigfoot. Now, let's. There's a lot of other evidence out there, and maybe perhaps I've I've succumbed to the fact that I've watched too many videos about Bigfoot. Yeah, it's you possible. clearly have watched too it's many possible. videos about Bigfoot. But I also believe in UFOs and aliens too. So okay, no, right, but so that's come. different. Okay, how is it that there's no proof? Uh, no, it's first. There's actually probably probably a lot of proof. Okay. Uh -huh. There's a lot of there's a lot of evidence of some type of extra terrestrial kind of thing i heard your tone last on friday when you talked about those little alien bodies and it was not good it was anti-alien ufo bro yeah because everyone believed it and i'm sitting there watching that i was watching that footage when it came out live and i'm like that's a fucking doll like 100 <laughs> like and the chat's like oh my god we finally got him boys everyone's all excited i'm like hey guys that's like clearly not an alien i just wanted to delineate am i the only person you, here that didn't that thought it was that didn't think it was an alien like immediately i just want to delineate that you are the skeptic and i am the believer okay which is terrifying by the way that's not the way our relationship works <laughs> all right let, now let's hear why there is no bigfoot let's break everybody's hearts brian go ahead yeah all right here we go study finds bigfoot sightings correlate with black bear population oh my god hey guys surprise surprise the giant bears that are as tall as you know, taller than men when they stand up might be the cause of a bigfoot bigfoot sighting hey hey wait hey guys i'm in the woods there's a giant hairy thing standing up you know what it is it's a big it's clearly bigfoot and not the fact that these woods are literally known for black bears. <laughs> it's, it, it's, I feel like, I feel like when you go to the Bigfoot, look, it's okay 
to want to believe 100 i actually appreciate that if you put a you put a you put a fucking <laughs> put a poll up we're gonna find out All right, we're guys, gonna find out here's who is you, on you tell me you tell us if bigfoot is real this no is, babies either yes or no yeah yes or no <clears throat> But the thing is, you, you have a sighting, right? And some mm-hmm. lady's out there hiking with her kid. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, giant hairy thing is in the tree. And she's like, he's Bigfoot. You can't or go. Or homeless Im- man. But you can't go immediately to Bigfoot. You have to rule out <laughs> obvious, more, more likely things. But I feel like okay. most of these people immediately go to Bigfoot. Immediately. Okay. Fair enough. So I have something. That I'm gonna show Shane. And if Shane thinks this is crazy, then we'll I'm show it on Shane. Wednesday. Because on the way to work, on the way to work last night, Shane, I'm yeah. not this is not even a joke. There's no joke. Uh, Guys, I know it. I know I joke a lot. But the way to work wasn't last night. It was like it was like it was like three in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to our shop to 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 fix things. And bro, I swear, and I'm, this is not this is not this is one hundred percent. I know I joke a lot. Look at me. I'm smiling, but it's not a joke. It's not, it I'm not, feels like you're joking. I know. I'm not setting you up for a bit. In the clouds, going going down Catella, on in the clouds, I literally saw like 30 dancing lights mm. just like flickering all over the clouds at like insane speeds. Yeah. I, I thought I was having like a fucking episode. I was like, I was going to ask you, like, what was your medication that you're on at the time? I fucking filmed it. Oh, you filmed it. I have it on my. I have it on my phone. Why don't we just share it with everybody? No, because I don't. I, I don't want to look like a fucking idiot if it's something obviously not. Oh, point. No, what do you I'm going to show you first, like, and if it, look, it's, it's weak, it's no problem. I'm going to show Shane first okay. privately, and if Shane's like, "This is actually pretty cool," then we'll share it. But if I'm just like Everybody's ignorant so to the way something happens, but look, I am a believer too. But I have to. I have to have proof. And the point of this is, on Wednesday, if it's real, I'll show it. If it was like, Jane's like, motherfucker, that's like, that's just some flashlights, dude. Calm down. (laughs) Can I ask you a question? What? Do you believe in God? Yes, you can have, I understand. Don't, don't do that, motherfucker. Don't, no. (laughs) No, look. I just, I just gotta say, you know, proof is a thing. I am a believer. Mm -hmm. I have faith, all those things. Okay. But I also am pragmatic, which Mm. means that, do I want there to be a Bigfoot? Absolutely. I would love for us to find a Bigfoot and be like, yo, we found a species that is like half man, half big, half, you know, Bigfoot. Big Our government would, would immediately destroy it. Right. Which, which that sucks. And then that's what everyone always, everyone can always lean on the fact that the government is just a bunch of assholes. But the thing is, <laughs> think about this. I would love for that to be the case. But when, when there is a sighting of something, whether it be aliens at three o'clock in the morning on Catella and Lincoln okay. or or a big giant hairy Bigfoot in the woods. You have to immediately go. Well, that, that looks interesting. I wonder if it's a bear. I wonder okay. if it's a this. I wonder if it's a that. I wonder if it's a you moose. Should. Yes, you should immediately look for a reasonable explanation. I'm like, hey, it's 4.30 in the morning. Maybe, maybe someone's testing out their light show and it's reflecting off the clouds. Maybe there's a it's lot of probably, it's You know what it probably really is? It's probably uh, Elon's satellite company. Sure, sure. I don't know. But the thing is, you have to immediately rule out the obvious things. And this right here is a perfect example of what people don't do. That is a fucking bear. I mean, I just want to be clear. No, that's a bear. Sure. But when you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 
Hey, 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 I think I found Bigfoot. I'm going to go talk to a boy. There I'm are gonna... a portion of the population who would think that's Bigfoot right now. Right. Because he's standing up. Because he's standing. Holy shit. Bears don't stand. That's <laughs> that's Bigfoot. No, no, but the thing is, bro, I'm not brought wrong. Okay, you're, you're right. I wanna, just, my tone sounds condescending, but I'm not, I'm not doing this on purpose. Okay. When you're out in the woods and mm-hmm. like, you know, a giant bear runs up a tree or climbs a tree, yeah. like you're not like looking at it clearly. Your adrenaline hits. You saw it in passing. You're like, fuck, this Bigfoot, get the fuck out of here, right? Ah, don't shut. My God, get that. You know, the camera's all shaking. Back. So I like, usually do the same thing and say it's a bear. Like, right. holy shit, it's a bear. And that's, but that should be the answer. <laughs> the first thing you shouldn't, you shouldn't immediately go to the most out of bounds, most unreliable <laughs> option. You got to break down the most common things first. Right, right. Now, 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 if you do hear, if you like, you, if the same thing happens to you and you hear up like in a tree, I'm going to eat you, bitch. Like, if you hear that, <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like, man, I think a bear just climbed a tree. It's like, yeah, I'm a bear, bitch. <laughs> not a bear. If, yeah. if you hear someone say, <laughs> Listen, it's not a bear. This is really important. If the bear speaks to you, yeah. it's not a bear. If Run. it uses language, <laughs> it's not a bear. Might even be a UFO. Right. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a bear. Want to come up here? Get up here. So this is this was the article. The idea that North America is home to a completely unknown primate species just doesn't seem to go away. It does not. It's not. It can't. There's too many woods out there. Too many swamps. Years after everyone started walking around with high-quality cameras in their phones, there still hasn't been any clear image of Bigfoot. But that hasn't stopped a steady, steady flow of purported sightings. Of course not. Now, someone named Flo Foxen has followed up on an earlier analysis. Now, this is this is interesting to me. Okay. A couple months ago, there was a woman who came out of the woods with her two kids and reported Bigfoot, and she was adamant that it wasn't. She said it wasn't a bear. It was it was like seven feet tall, and it was just sitting there. It's with its eyes following us uh, and holding onto a tree, and it's it's I don't know what it is. But it looks like whatever version of Bigfoot would be. And it was, she was adamant. And the news media picked her up because she was so like, exhausted. But you don't not go in the woods. You call authorities, get someone in there to deal with this. Yeah. And well, this healthy woman of like 38 years old just goes up and just dies of like fast onset cancer. Oh, the same woman? The same exact woman. Oh, okay. And the thing is, <clears throat> and God bless her family, but that is like, like the the first time that the, my first thought when I hear that is like fucking they got to her. I don't think I don't think <laughs> she just like like they the fucking men in black the the CIA the government the shadow people. My first oh, I, thought, was, yeah. my first thought is when this lady is coming out, this reasonable person who is educated, who is like trying to warn people and get people to deal with this problem, and then she starts making noise and she starts getting headlines and like within a week, she just disappears. And no one's talked to her. And then a month later, like, oh, she died of onset cancer. Dude, they had no idea she had cancer. She just died, in, like, immediately. And you're like... Uh, could be exposure <clears throat> to a UFO? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Or, yeah, a radiation or something. And radiation, they're saying yeah. it's they're saying it's cancer. The thing is, like, it's so suspect. And it could totally be coincidence. But this is why this will never go away. Because the government does shady shit all the time. And you can't rule out shady government people. You can't. It's okay. a thing. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. 
So, which is another conspiracy altogether. But okay, I'm sorry, but you know, but this name, this this person's name, Flo Foxton. She was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a woman or man, but that name was in that article too. So this person is clearly following the Bigfoot thing. Now, someone named Flo Foxen has followed up on an earlier analysis and checked out factors that can influence the frequency of Bigfoot sightings around North America. The results suggest that there's a strong correlation between sightings and the local black bear population. No shit. Well, but but let's look at the number frequency here. Go ahead. For every 1,000 bears, the frequency of Bigfoot sightings goes up about 4%. So what about the other 96%? <laughs> I knew. I'm just like, I knew. Okay, I knew. 4%. Oh, shit. no. I knew you were going <laughs> to do that, bro. I'm reading this article. <laughs> I should have recorded myself. I'm reading this article, and I'm like, this is going to be a great story for the show on Monday. I'm like, and I get to the part where it's like, for every 1,000 bears, the frequency of sightings go up about 4%. I'm like, Shane's going to immediately ask about the other 96%. <laughs> so well. I didn't do it. It's such a Shane thing to do. <laughs> right. And the crazy thing is like, <clears throat> I probably have way more. I'm probably way more out there than Shane. I have way more. In, I'm, I'm assuming I have more like faith, more. Mm. I'm more optimistic. Shane is way more pragmatic and like, you know, conservative sure. with like his views. But he totally eats this stuff up somehow. <laughs> I love this stuff. Up. It's well, because I want it to be real just like you. You remember yeah. the ghost box? Oh, yeah. We put a video up about a ghost box on our main channel. It got a shit ton of views. It was weird, yeah. yeah and I'm like, why does everyone want to know about this ghost box? Anyways, I saw it. <clears throat> I was actually Yeah, that's it. probably why. So here's here's the... I'm just going to wrap this up here because it's easy to see how black bears... And Bigfoot could be mistaken for each other despite their name. Bears come in a wide range of colors from golden brown fur through a deep reddish one, which looks like Bigfoot, as well as their namesake, Black. Of course, they're also large animals and will frequently stand, frequently stand on their hind legs to get a better view of their surroundings. They also frequent the forested areas and are supposedly Bigfoot's favorite, uh, are supposedly Bigfoot's favorite terrain. So... Look, uh, so for every thousand bears, it goes up to four percent, and there's a lot of bears in some areas, so I can see that number being pretty high. I mean, I'm sure there, there's tons of people who see bears who mistake it, who think it's Bigfoot. There has to be. Sure. I mean, they look the most alike. Can you do me a favor? I, I sent you a link: uh, the ten most convincing Bigfoot sightings. Oh my god! I knew. Let's you were just look do through that. these I, images really quick. I knew. I, I said to myself, like, I can give you the most insane. I, yeah, uh, it's conspiracy mm. theory, and Shane will somehow attempt to attempt to explain it in reality. I knew no. you were going to do this. No, no, I, I just, I'm, I would like to go since we're talking about it. We should sure. never talk about these things. Let's just look at these images really quick. Okay, here we go. So there's the original and Marble the Mountain Bigfoot. Just so you know, that could just be a guy. It really could just be a guy. <laughs> just be a guy that's, with there's this is no proof whatsoever with a, with a hoodie on, bro. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Percent. Eric Shipton's snowy Bigfoot Yeti footprint. Okay. I mean, how big is the pick? Like, yeah. Like yeah, listen. Big. Okay, Eric, Eric Shipton, when it comes to pictures on the internet, you have to include a banana for size comparison. Okay? Or a quarter or something. Or a snowshoe, too. Or snowshoe. Yeah, something. Yeah, listen, I don't know how big that pick is, but if it's like the standard like climbing pick, then it's... Mm probably the size of my foot so mm. that's not that big uh, we don't know what kind of pick it is but you know that could also be a bear and it sat there and leaned in that position for a minute and made an interesting impression maybe 
Or a right, human. Let's go to the next. Independence Day Bigfoot. Okay. Dude, that's a dude in a Bigfoot suit, man. So, that, I mean, that's what some people say. They think it's somebody in a suit. Yeah. Looks like it to me. Uh, Provo Canyon Bigfoot. That's in Utah. That might actually um, be a black bear. Says the creature stood up on two legs. The hikers ran. So, yeah, that, that definitely could be a bear. <laughs> right. Well, this next one's weird. This looks wild. Yeah. And where was this? This was Allegheny? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Okay. Hmm. So there should not be a a giant ape in Pennsylvania, that's for sure. Yeah, that looks like Slenderman. I mean, get the fuck out of there, run, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. If you see this, <laughs> don't stick around. Don't stop. Don't pull your camera out. Don't look. Don't even look for a second. Just get out. Just I'll tell you right now. Like every time, every time you see people are like, you know, you know, I was I was on my back porch, like I drink, uh, smoking a Marlboro. You know, I saw I saw this. This creature come up and looked at me with blood red eyes. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. That's a chupacabra. Like, how the fuck did you not leave? <laughs> how do you know it's a chupacabra? Mangy dog or a chupacabra? I'll tell you what, probably a chupacabra, though. Wait, 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 wait. You said, I remember I saw it. Like, like, I was like, it's either a mangy dog or a chupacabra. Like, so it's a mangy dog. So it's the non mythical beast, right? Okay. Right. I think that's the best image. Just leave it on that one. That's probably the best. This one. Looks, the rest of them just all black blotches. This looks pretty gnarly because the legs yeah. are clearly too long to it be looks apish. It looks like an ape with very human-like legs, but that also it can also just be a human in a suit. Well, that no, that'd be tough to do, man. That'd be tough to pull off that. Even a person like pulling off that look. You'd have to be pretty talented. I, I lean more towards it being like a chimp or something. I feel like I can freak you out. Like in a month after you've forgotten this story, I feel like I can rent a suit and freak you out with that exact same pose in your back. We talked about doing that. Remember? We did. We talked about actually going in the woods. We did. And filming something. Oh, we, I mean, I, I bet you we can make a pretty convincing video. We were going to do it. Uh, it was going to be a prank. Remember back when we were doing pranks? Yeah. We are going to prank somebody. No CGI. You know, I still have a video up on my on my personal channel. That has like 10 million views of the the alien of the of the, the couple that went out and found an alien, and it's all it's all just CGI, you guys. But the, <laughs> but you can drop the footage down to such a low quality degree that the CGI actually looks pretty real. Oh. And I love that like every single comment on there is like fake, not real. You're like no shit, bro. <laughs> like how did you think it was real? Did you really think it well, was real? Some people do, yeah. Let's go to our poll. Do you believe Bigfoot is real? 30 votes. 60% said no. But 40% are believers, which would have been my vote as well. Yes. I'm a believer. Now, you didn't say, are you yes or no? I'm a no. I'm a no. Okay, so you're a no. All right. 100% Bigfoot is not real. Extra vote in there at the end just to really rub in that no. And how many did we get? What was the total again? 31 votes. 61% say there is no Bigfoot. <laughs> right, right. I mean, listen, probably is no Bigfoot, but, you know, we can dream. There probably is no Bigfoot. Uh, okay. I'm going to try do some super it. chats. Yeah. Birds. John, this one's funny, man. What's with the huge Harry Steven Seagal video? Okay. So this is my personal channel. Thank you, John. Look at this. It has 1.2 million views, and I have uploaded this twice. This is the video. The following video footage was recovered by the Tacoma County Park oh, Services on 2005. You're setting people up already to think that this is a real video. The title says fake, just so you know. Yeah, I no. understand. You're but recording? like, if yes. you're... Okay. We are... For people uh, who believe. Me and Jen are headed to Red Rock State Park to do some hiking. It's extremely early. It's really early. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. 
And here they are. It's all incredibly easy to do, guys. Just, you know. Oh my god, be careful. Language, so, I got it. so you set up, like, you show the monotony of it. So, like, the longer they watch, like, this couple being normal, it makes it in their mind, they, they, they connect that to reality. So when something mm. ridiculous happens, their mind tries to fill in the blanks. Oh, see Brian's work on this. All right, so they're doing normal stuff, right? And then, ready? Not the attitude. So he's, she's talking to Jen. What I'm looking for, okay? And Jen's like, what's we that? the lizards. We what's that? Mentioned the that? picnic with the wine. Scott. All right, watch it. What is that? Plane or something? Oh my God. That's fire. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. Oh my God. By the way, Holy shit. that explosion would have been way worse than that. Yeah, yeah, it would have it would have devastated yeah, the entire area. No, what? Yeah, Why? Why? Right what? What do you do? Don't get! Oh my God! This there's there's no. Jason, bro. There's Jason, oh that God, lanky no, motherfucker, dude. No. Is that Jason? Yeah. Who who shot this? What are you doing? Jason shot it. What's wrong with that guy? Oh. All right. Get from there! Now let's go get help. Here, I'm gonna go to the alien. So it's a rock. Ready? Watch it. Okay. That just cracked. Yeah. Forward a little bit. Yeah. Freak my. Until you find the alien. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Jen. What? Let's go. Jen. Jen. You said we would come see this. Watch, one more watch shot. It. Scott! There is Scott! What? I didn't see it. <laughs> no, it's it. One more shot. This is the alien shot. Jump on him? Like I kind of jumped on his face or something. Well, can you slow it down and let just play it in like regular uh, speed? I, that is regular speed. That's the point. The whole point of this is that it's, it's low quality. I'll, I'll, I'll drop no. the speed down. I mean, so that you could like... No, I mean, just so you could see it actually. All right, ready? It looks totally distorted yeah. to me. Yeah, because it's a low quality camera. Like, the, the whole point is to make it look real. I'm playing it at like quarter speed so you can see the alien. Nice. Are you sure that's not real? Oh God, shut up. Yeah, that's that's pretty obviously fake. Who who shot that? Uh, Jason, Jason shot that. He shot, uh, well, he just did it on his own? Yeah, anyway, his, his normal, I, I add a bunch of other crap to it <clears> make it look real, but it still never looked real. Yeah. I love this comment. I'm related to Scott and our family are deeply shattered and disturbed by our loss of Scott. We wish people would move on with their own lives and let him rest in peace. But someone Scott. uploaded this video and it's cruel to call our loss a hoax. What are we talking about? The guy's Scott. name in the video was Scott. <clears throat> I got it. I got it. That's great. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's move on to uh, Super Chats. Super Chats. So we got the Harry Steven Seagal video, which is funny, John, that you mentioned that because I watched a video earlier this morning about how Steven Seagal was the worst, the worst person like to ever host Saturday Night Live. And he like totally didn't take everything. He was totally way serious. Wait, wait. He actually hosted SNL? Dude, Steven Seagal was big business back in the 90s. I can't I, I can't wait to go watch that. Like, I need to see that. <laughs> it's not good. It's actually really. He wouldn't. He refused to like. They want to do this whole scene with like Kung Fu fighting. You know, like in the when he does his intro and he comes out, and he's like beating people up. But he's like, I'm not going to do that. Everyone, he was Kung Fu fighting. <clears throat> da -da 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 -da. Yeah, so John Burns. Thank you, sir. Yeah, what's up with the huge Harry Steven Seagal? That's very pretty funny. Thank you, John. Mark Mage Frey, member for three months. Furries from last week plus Bigfoot this week equals Bigfoot fetish. Bigfoot fetish. <laughs> well, we'll see on Wednesday. Thanks for being a member, Archmage. <laughs> Thank you, sir. A government will destroy the Bigfoot. John Burns for 279. If it's white. <laughs> government will destroy the Bigfoot if it's white. Yeah, that's Absolutely. how you know that it's definitely the government is cool with it. Um, it's a black bear. <laughs> I saw the funniest. I saw the funniest fake netflix poster you know you have netflix posters for movies and it was like it was like the arctic polar bear it was like oh no it was like oh what was it uh, journey of the polar bears and then you scroll down 
and it was it was a black bear in the, oh. in the snow in the snow <laughs> because Netflix replaces. oh because they're they're race swapping everything <laughs> they race swap everything <laughs> that's funny that's like I was movie. laughing my butt off dude yeah people keep linking and keep citing Starlink people keep citing Starlink UFOs yeah that's true uh, Bigfoot John Burns Tuesday night again Bigfoot's thirty eight years old never kissed a girl uh, yeah because remember four uh, year old virgin when he got waxed oh yeah. Yeah. Brian, also from John. Brian seems to be obsessed with hairy bears. <laughs> he, John's is coming after me today. Bro. He's coming. He's coming to get you. And then also for for John, Bigfoot takes the wheel. Bite me, Jesus. Bite. <laughs> one more. He's coming. Coming for the. Oh, he's got another one. Yep. <clears throat> you guys see the TV show Vampires in America? I think I may have actually. But oh, sure. I was gonna say like if you said no, I would just literally pass out right now i never mean, said no to anything ever on tv although i'm learning that i may there's some things i'm missing because i was talking to ron last night ron's a real old guy he's like 80 years old very smart person very very fun to talk to very wise and this guy he loves tv and movies like we do and he was talking about this ted lasso like tv show that i had never heard of before hmm. and I looked it up and I was like, the super popular. I'm realizing that there's some stuff in it. Yes, I have actually seen Vampires in America. And that's basically like, it's like Alien Hunters, but for vampires. It's mm. a, the Vampire Hunters investigate an alarming surge of homicides and missing person cases. And you're, yeah. Problem with this show, I remember watching it and thinking, like, well, that can just be anything. Like, <laughs> it's not even specific. Like, they're, pick, they're getting murders that don't even really have specific vampire traits. <laughs> like, Is there, was there, there bite holes on his neck? No, yeah. no, no. He was actually, you know, you know, an axe through the asshole, but a vampire death. Yeah, I think, I think he had. I think he had some family from Transylvania. All right. Well, I got to tell you guys, we have loved hanging out with you here on the live portion of the show. We're we not done yet. Go. We're not done yet. We have one more thing that we're going to talk about from the thumbnail. What do we got? The fact that uh, I'll tell you right now. So one more thing. You put things on the thumbnail. No, no, we still have, <laughs> we still have fifteen minutes. An hour and a half, man. What are you talking Hasn't about? Been an hour and a half. Yes, sir. Holy crap. Uh, as, we, as much as I love doing it, but we have more. All right, we'll, we'll, then we'll talk about this. In the, the, we're going to talk about the, the 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 Trump Haley thing, and we'll talk about. Well, quickly do it quickly. Yeah, I, I just want to talk there's about. There's really this. not a lot to say about it. Yeah, I just want to talk about this briefly. I didn't see the time. I apologize. Um, basically, Ron DeSantis. So before on on the Republican ballot, it was basically Trump versus Ron versus Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race. And he has endorsed Donald Trump. And now coming into New Hampshire, it's basically between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. But that would be the same as like if I was in a boxing match with my 12-year-old. And like the headline said, Brian versus Ellie. Technically, yes. Technically, it is me versus my daughter. The tides can change, my friend. But the odds of my daughter winning are very, very slim, and it involves me having to, like, hurt myself. And I saw this article from The Atlantic. It was actually pretty good. Trump is about to steamroll mm. Nikki Haley, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'm just going to give you the quick quick and dirty what this means. Basically, Nikki Haley came out of the last caucus with 20%, and coming into this next one, yeah, she is really, you know, she's, she's, she's going to be really strong in that area because that's where a lot of her donors come from. Um, which questionably are also half for donors are Democrats for some reason, but we know why that is, but the other 18.9% of people that voted for Ron DeSantis are now going to throw their support behind Donald Trump. So Donald Trump already, he already had a 52% in Iowa. 
Well, here's okay. Here's the thing. So it's it, I'd be very cautious about calling it. It does look obvious, like that's going to be the case. But you got to go back to Bill Clinton in 1992, who was running like seventh after the first primary, and he did. He went on to Arsenio Hall, I think, mm-hmm. and admitted to smoking pot. And all of a sudden, he started shooting up. I, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But he became like this, like personable kind of president you you got George Bush senior and you got this really cool young guy named Clinton who don't mind smoking some pot. He didn't inhale. But but you know, so I did, Haley, I did smoke some pot, but I did not inhale. Really? If it, if Trump continues to to be, you know, be a name-calling kind of divisive candidate who who's really like putrid, like if he he's he's pulled back on that, but he's if pulled he goes way down back that on road, it. Right. So he's listening to somebody, which is good for his his campaign. But if he can't control himself and somehow Nikki Haley manages to, sh- you know, because she does have the ability to be commonsensical when she's talking if somehow she can, you know, tell, you know, tell the moderate conservatives like, uh, look, you know, she, I'm not going to embarrass you as your president. Right. Mm-hmm. There is a whole, you know, there's a he, she may not win the ticket, you know, in the mm-hmm. end, but she could make it a fight through the end. I still think it could happen. So we'll see. Well, after Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race and endorsed Trump, Trump's polling in New Hampshire went from went up to 64%. So he's yeah. His polling is like that they guys that is incredibly high. 64 well, to win. 22. He's going to win for sure, but what what I'm saying is is going forward, just pay attention to what they're both saying and find out if people are like, you know, cuz the one thing about Trump that most you know, moderate liberals, middle of the road people, and some like just barely right leaning. They just don't like his personality, even though he's got good policies. Sometimes, you know, they don't like his, the way he acts. It's like a, it's like a spoiled child and, and it's just disgusting to watch. So, you know, and that includes myself. Like one of the things is, you know, I thought it was hilarious when Trump first got elected in 2016. I'm like, maybe he can change things, but I just got tired of hearing his mouth. And, and it really turned me off on him. So, you know, hopefully he changes his tune and, you know, can be a little bit more of an adult about shit. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was all about it because I'm a nineties kid. Right. And in the nineties or nineties teen in the nineties, like irre- irreverence is the coolest thing. Like not caring what the status quo is, you know, that irreverence that he had mm-hmm. or he has is really compelling to me because I'm like, I'm, I'm not woke. I'm I'm the opposite of woke. I just, I, I think everyone should just do whatever they want to do. And I don't think, um, I have no issue with someone being a little, little, little bit of an asshole to someone else. It's an asshole. And I'm just not, I'm not just not as sensitive as a lot of other people are because I come from the era and so does Trump. He comes from the era too. So we come from the era. So then you have this like person who is just doesn't give an F and he and he's and he and he just dis, proudly displays that. And like, even if you don't like him, you're always like, I sort of don't give enough either. And it's right, but there's still like, like it's like social media, right? It's the same thing. Like, it really, I hate going through social media and ha- seeing somebody like really lay into somebody else. You know, they just lay into them mm-hmm. because you know you don't really give a shit. But yet, th- there's no consequences for it. And that's kind of the same thing for Trump. It's like, you know, it's cool. Well, I mean, seeing a lot him. of consequences for Trump. He's gotten so much consequences. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it seems like there's a, the base that just continues to support him more. Like, like the name calling thing, you know, Ron, the sanctimonious. I mean, the way he 
when, when Ron and him were talking, they were like, what about Ron? Is he going to He goes, no, no, no. We're retiring that nickname, okay? I mean, now he's being all because he dropped out of the race and supported Trump. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah. like, is that shit even necessary at this point? Like, he keeps talking about the fact that he's, you know, the best president since Reagan or whatever. I'm trying to be like Reagan. Well, I'll tell you what Reagan did. Reagan was fucking presidential. So why don't you go in there with Reagan's policies and be presidential? Because because most of the time he doesn't sound he doesn't sound very presidential and he can do all the same things. Sure. And still, you know, try to bring the country back together, which is what I'd like to see. But uh, and lastly, another part of it, too, is every every person that we already don't like being so crazy against them to a point of career damaging reports and then that being covered up, extreme select editing on, on things. His very first speech when he walked down the escalators, how they took that one 15 seconds and ran with it for two weeks. Yeah. When, when, when you are in the know, when you are paying attention and you realize how goddamn corrupt everybody is, like everyone, every single media, media organization, every mainstream media outlet, everyone that has power and money is just so goddamn corrupt. When you look at how corrupt they are and you're paying attention and you see them coming after this dude, maybe you had no opinion on. Maybe you maybe you might maybe even you even thought, hey, guy shouldn't have been guy, the guy, the apprentice guy shouldn't be president. But then you see all the people you you mistrust and hate going insane, it makes you go, Well, maybe throw a Molotov cocktail in the system and see what happens. And well, I, so I understand that. that. Listen, we did that. We fucking did that. Okay. 2016 is fucking over, man. Okay, we did it for four years. Okay, he threw a Molotov cocktail yeah, on three and he didn't get reelected. Here's what I say. Shut the fuck up and go in there and do your job. In 2024, if you get elected, Which Mr. What Donald saying. Trump, if you get elected, go in there and shut the fuck up and do your job. Stop being a crybaby and be the president of the United States. Uh, and I think we'll get that. And that's what I'm saying. I think we'll and get that. When he has four years, you know, he doesn't have to worry about getting elected. I, I hope so. Because it was fucking embarrassing, even though, you know, we made them, you know, we had a great, you know, several years making money and things were good and the country was safer. It was unbearable watching him perform. And so, you know, as, as an American, I want to be but... proud of my president. What? I thought it was I thought it was hilarious most of the time. Oh, of course. I mean, like, you you know, I, I actually care about I'm not saying you don't care about our country, but I really care about our country and I want it to be I want it to really be great. I do too, but you know, I'm hyper black pilled on, I don't want our, on I don't how want much power our, we have to make that happen. I don't want our president, the person who represents us, to be a fucking embarrassment. Well, I mean, but how much so, how many things do we know now because of his quote unquote embarrassment? Like you say he's embarrassment, but we now know who the swamp monster a lot of who the swamp monsters really are. Yeah, they, well, they show their they true colors really be, because let, they let's couldn't see if help they can themselves. really be gotten rid of. Yeah, I don't yeah, and that's that's the question. Yeah. I don't think they can. I think they're too entrenched. Let's see. Let's see if, you know, I just I just want him to go in there and do his job and stop. You know, I understand he's being attacked. Well, he should fucking know he's going to be attacked. That's what the, that's what the game is. So go in there and do exactly what he's what he's supposed to do. Take care of the country. Get us back. Shut down the border. Do all the things to, to, that he that he should do to make the country you know good. And then just be presidential when you're talking in the public. You know? Yeah, true that. I got there's enough comedians out there. I don't yeah, know. we'll see how it goes. Shane tells this is John Burns. Shane tells Trump what Gervais said at the Golden Gloves. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to the section pretty quick, and I want to end with the super chat. John Burns says Stephen Seagal's greatest character, cock puncher. I have the trailer. <laughs> I will be showing that in the members area. Okay, okay? that sounds great. 
So look, look forward to that. Also, and this is not, <clears throat> I'm not advertising, but I'm really proud of this. Before we go to the member section, uh, go check out our critic list review of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I give it a 100% most excellent. And you're going to want to read my review because I think I have a strong argument as to why that show was so perfect. Yeah. And you need to go read it. All right, guys. So that, that being said, we are going to the members section, uh, which means I'm about to convert this stream over to a members stream. And if you want to join us, then hit the join button below. Yes. Oh, before you do, let me just answer Frodo Lives. Uh, you know what, Frodo Lives? You can disagree with me and I'll still love you for it. And that's the great thing about being able to agree to disagree and still be friends. So I'm totally cool with that. And yeah, you guys probably, you probably agree more than you think you do too. Probably. Yeah. 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 It did. Okay. Let's do this. I'm turning this into a membership thing. Shane, you want to, Oh, let me, let me put the end screen on. So you guys on Wednesday, this is becoming a membership thing. I hope you guys can join us in the member section. If not, we'll see you on Wednesday. Nothing is impossible. Just do it. Do it. Just do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! Welcome to the member section, Shane. Hopefully that worked. Right. Well, it's, it hasn't flipped over yet, but maybe it's it's like 15 seconds behind, I think, right? I don't know. But it looks like it's it's doing it. Yeah, it is memory. So it should flip over pretty quick here. Yeah, you know, I think I need to I add... I think I need to add about 30 seconds to that. Uh, that, that. That end thing is like 30 seconds long. I think it needs to be a minute just to make sure. That just to give to people time to move over. Yeah. You know, yeah, let them go get, a, you know, use the bathroom or, you know, so they don't miss something. Right. That's a good idea. You know, the, the I really, I really don't enjoy talking about politics to some degree because it's like, you know, you can, it's like Frodo lives mm -hmm. what, what he was saying. Like, I couldn't agree. When you disagree with people, it's not always easy for everybody to, to be able to, tolerate somebody that you disagree with for example tim russ so i love tuvok like i love huh. tim russ as as my favorite vulcan tuvok yeah. from star trek voyager <laughs> yeah. played by tim russ right and and i gotta tell you it's 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 very difficult to listen to his you know crazy political point of view and still watch voyager and not be tainted a little bit by it it's like, I don't know if you're not a, like a political activist and you don't like, that's not what you do. And that's not what you're known for. It's like, you don't really want to share those opinions because then, you know, you're going to lose people that, that, that care about you and like you. So mm -hmm. I just think it's like at the dinner table, my, my grandpa used to always say, we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about religion because people would always fight over it. So, yeah, I still did it though. Maybe, maybe it wasn't a good idea, but you know. Yeah. I mean, that's my view on Trump. I mean, I, I, I voted for Trump in 2016. I wanted him to come in and do it. I, I, I liked what he was doing, telling the truth, you know, pulling back the curtain. I loved all that during his presidency. I just got more and more frustrated with his rhetoric. And I, I didn't, I was the opposite. <clears throat> I was, I was, I was so, I'm so blackpilled by politics. And by, well, you don't. Do you don't? Do you want the country to come together? I would love you to. Don't give a shit? But, but I don't hop of it and shove it into the ocean. No, no. I would love. I would love for the country to come together. Well, but he's am, not going to do it. No, let me let me finish. I would love for the country to come together. But I am, am I willing to um, sacrifice my liberties so that these fucking insane purple-haired assholes can be happy? No, fuck them. Fuck right, them. but you can still be present. You don't have to do that for the country to come back together. You can just be an inspiration to your people you sure but yeah but I, but I think i think there are 
a lo- a very loud uh, minority of individuals that are completely unhinged. They will never be reasonable. And a lot of politicians this. are utilizing their megaphone to get what they want and 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 roll around like a pig in corruption. Well, let me tell you what I think the problem is. I'm just giving it to you straight. Okay. The problem is, is that white women, Trump, <laughs> this is a Dave Chappelle bet when he goes, the problem is white bitches. No, the problem, they the keep problem voting well, the, for all these crazy people. <laughs> the problem is, is that like 25% of, or 50% of the, of the Republican establishment support Trump because of, you know, he, he's just like what's mm-hmm. happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like the way he makes you feel the burning down. The problem is you got the other 50% of the Republican establishment and about 25% of people in the middle, like me, who are libertarians, who are independents, right in the middle. And you could, if you can win all of the Republicans plus the rest of the independents, right now you've got control and you can actually change things for the better, right? But when you continue yeah. to like stand up on your pedestal and, and, and spew this rhetoric, you got. But I agree with you turning off. I, I think I don't care be, about the far left people who I think who are I agree with you. Against. You know I completely mean? agree. I, I I do believe that that Trump had did a lot of good things, and it would be much better if he was presidential. I don't think it's possible. I think that he's just it's the way he is. It's the way he is. But I also I completely agree with you. I, I think I, I I think that if he was a calm presidential and not and not you know spewing TikTok one-liners all day long, <clears throat> it would be better, and I would have definitely preferred that. But I also have this sort of like fucking thing in my gut right now where I'm so blackpilled on on how the world works that I just I fucking refuse to just sit here and die on my knees and become one of those allies kissing, you know, someone's feet in the town yeah. square or whatever. You, well, you shouldn't and nobody should. Oh, but, but, but that know. that is what that's what a lot of people want. They want they hate anyone. They hate liberty. They hate libertarians. Well, hate, fuck those people, though. That's what I'm trying to say. There's so many of them. It's those crazy. People, no, there's not. They're just loud, bro. No, but the, there's but not that many of them. Even reasonable, even the reasonable left, loud. even the reasonable left is is starting to move that way because no, they're, they're being, not. No, they're not. They're just being quieter. No, 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 no that's not true. No, the, the media is constantly pushing out no. uh, misinformation. And what's happening is even if you don't buy initially, when you hear it nonstop, conservatives are burning books or whatever it is. You just con- you start to believe that. And even my most reasonable friends have become very toxic because they refuse to do the information to find the do the research on their own. If you do the research on your own, you would find that most of this shit is bullshit. And what they're doing is they're <laughs> fighting back against Trump, and they're fighting back against the unreasonableness that he is that he is sometimes. If no, I'm Trump telling you, if he was presidential, if he was Reagan, mm-hmm. right? I know he can't be Reagan. No, because can't. Reagan was, and for those of you who remember, Reagan was incredible, right? The dude knew how to command things. He Even when he made a mistake, he somehow made the mistake look like it was cool. Right. No, <laughs> Reagan knew what he was doing the whole uh, the whole time. I mean, the guy really had control of stuff, and and he really knew how to talk to people. He knew how to reach in and get people. To, and what Trump could do was do exactly what he's doing: be honest, be truthful, you know, say it exactly like it is, without you know, turning it into a, a seventh grade, you know, schoolyard, right. You know, if he could do all those things and just say, look, you know, 
yeah, these people are, you know, they're doing this wrong thing to me. I want you all to be aware that this is exactly what's happening, but I'm not going to let them derail what I'm doing for this country. So, you know, and that's, and that's the way he should, I think you should deal with it. Make people aware and then still continue to do your which job. Which is exactly what you, Vivek did, which is why a lot of people liked Vivek was because he, right. he was able to make people aware the same way, but do it with a smile on his face while being, you know, I was, I'm, I hate to say it, but like in presidential, like very, well, Vivek's very smart. Too. Very smart. And, and like, Listen, man, I see, I see how you, I see how you feel. Like, I get it. I get it. Let me, let me share with you. Some, he, he did it like this, like, like this. And maybe sometimes it felt a little false, but at least he was doing that. A lot of like Trump does not do that. That's a hundred percent true. And yeah, a part of I me is like, don't give a fuck, but I would definitely like him to do that because he's going to, well, if he, he did it, I feel like we would win more. Like the country would, would yeah, go in, in the right. direction that I think is better for our yeah, country right. if he would do that. And so guys, I know I'm sounding far right. I'm not a far right person. Trust me. I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a, I, no, I'm, you're more right than I am though. Yeah. I'm, I'm more slightly right than Shane, but, but maybe that's because I'm religious. Probably. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I have, a little, I have some I have more, I have more, some of my views are more right, right than shame. Cause I'm religious, but, but not insanely. So like, dude, like my, my general outlook on life is like the live and let live. Like just let, mm. let, let people do whatever. Like that's bother, a libertarian. Do not bother people. Stop bothering yeah. everyone. Shit. Yeah, that's it. But mm. like, when you, you were constantly me- bothered and throttled online and, and to, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm paying for private school because I, I I don't I, I I I walked into my kid's school and I think it was like third grade, and the teacher literally had like a like a tr- like a pin a trans pin on her neck and blue hair and I was like fuck this is not gonna work out I'm not I'm not letting this insane person no offense I'm not saying all trans people are insane but this this person looked very insane I'm not gonna let this insane person teach my kids, and when I can't I can't even bring that up as a concern or I look like. A complete bigot. Yeah, like, I'm told I'm a I'm a I'm a you know privileged bigot. If I go, hey guys, why is this person with the trans flag and the and the LGBT flag uh, teaching third uh, teaching my kids in third grade right now? Why can't I bring that up as a concern? You well, know? you can. It's just no, you but know, you can't. You immediately well, you push can. Down. Well, well, the difference. Well, so me, I guess the difference is is I don't give a shit. So. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to bring it up whether you think I'm a bigot or not, and I'm going to tell you my concerns. Hey, I'd like to know what you're teaching my kid. Uh, are you going to be talking about trans issues with my child? Are you going to be talking about these things because that's not that's okay true. with me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and they're 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 going to look at me and they're going to think I'm a bigot and they're going to think I'm this and that. And you know what? I don't give a shit what they think. And may, yeah, may, maybe I need to give a shit less. But like, yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't feel like I had any any power over my kid's education. And our father had kept pushing me to put our kids in private school. And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I kept being like, nah, I'm good. Nah, public school is fine. Because I, I don't want to be bothered. Right? Right. But then I walk in there and see that teacher. I'm like, fuck. You know? Let's let's transition to what you guys want to talk about. And uh, Oh, real quick. I found this really funny. And okay. So you guys, get, get your topics ready, guys. This comes from Undoomed. Uh, we've been friends on Twitter for a while. He's actually much larger than us on YouTube, I think. But funny guy, and he posted this is a, a, a it was a clip from off off <laughs> true off my chest. I'm a man, and I used to sell panties online. No, I sell used panties. And I sell, sorry, I, I sell used panties online. Yep, title says it all. I impersonate a girl with pictures. No one clipped this, by the way. 
I personally a girl with pictures from r slash gone wild, horny redditors and other horny dudes to buy used panties. I work out and go to go to work out in women's panties. I even dry my balls with them and then when I sweat when I when I sweat to really get the scent in there. I usually wear the same pair for two or three days. Sometimes I get skid marks on the butt, the ass, though. So I have to clean just that part. So they smell like genitals. Guys tell me all the time that my panties smell stronger and better than other girls they bought from. I do it because do it to pay for karate lessons. I've been t- I've been taking because I get picked on a lot. No shame. What the fuck is this? What what is this? So there's a, a subreddit out there called Off My Chest where you can. Uh-huh. anonymously get something off your chest okay and there is some gems in there let me tell you that. i just discovered are, but are they real or are they made up we no, actually yeah. know well true off my chest is supposed to be true there's no way you can verify it yeah you know so you know the things that get upvoted are the ones that are probably true because the community of like you know eight thousand people are like i, I can see this being a thing <laughs> you know or they can look at his history and see that he posts pictures of you know okay not- so i mean the fact that you could sell used panties online is that a thing oh yeah that's a thing yeah like guys buy used panties? Yeah, there's eBay. There's eBay listings literally for like used panties. Oh Jesus Christ! God. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's the thing. That, that's the thing. Jesus. That's, Jesus. That is the tip of the iceberg. Wait till I don't, you, I, you know what? I don't want to go, go below the sea level, and you're gonna lose your mind. I don't even know if I want to know anymore. Just I, just, I mean, I know that there's all kind. There's always been like seedy, weird shit. But I mean, when you got into the point where, in order to get off, you gotta. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I bet it's these OnlyFans chicks, right? Is that who's doing it? Do they sell their like? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. Yeah. But people also sell off Reddit and the Facebook marketplace, oh, that kind of stuff. Archmage Frey. There are vending machines in Japan that sell used panties. That's 100% true. Is that fucking true? Yep. My, so my buddy Elliot uh, went to Japan and he came back. And he goes, yeah. So look what I found. And yeah, it was a vending machine and it has the girl's picture and their panties. What does that say about a culture where men can't get laid? I mean, you know, that's what we're talking about, right? You know, it's really weird too. Like Japanese in Japan, uh, pornography has to be censored. So like all pornography in, in Japan is censored where you can't see gen- genitals. Okay. And so maybe that's why it's I find it interesting them? that like in like part of them is very repressed in the way. And I don't think, I, I think porn is actually a bad thing, but you know, I'm not going to judge you if you watch it, do whatever you want. But it's, I find it interesting how part of it is repressed and the other part of it is like so kinky and weird. Like, the, like it, it, maybe it, because it's re- repressed, it's repressed in, in one other way, areas, maybe. Yeah. Then it's really kinky in another way. I mean, it makes sense. It just seems to me like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've all, I hopefully most of us have been around dirty panties. I don't know what it does for you. It's not. Yeah. I, I find nothing attractive about filthy panties. You know, it makes me think of like, yeast and yeah gross things asshole dirt (laughs) yeah you know things like that yeah yeah, it's not it's not (laughs) hot to me yeah or but there are those people who like you know piss in my mouth or shit on my face i mean there's that thing and it's like yeah i don't know what's wrong with you never understood that i don't don't like kink shame but fuck you know yeah (laughs) it's gotta be a limit yeah 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 yeah. no kink shame here guys but i find that very weird (laughs) And uh, yeah, not yeah. I don't understand like the bodily the obsession with like bodily fluids. I don't. I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't get it. <laughs> no money, gee, for ten dollars, dude. Thanks. If you can sell farts in a jar, you can sell anything. <laughs> That's. I'm still blown away that that 
people would buy that. That's true. You can sell farts in a jar. Who was it? I think it was Ambel Delphine's bathwater, remember? The bathwater? That like, sold out. Like she made millions off of bathwater. Like, what the fuck? She I mean, only I, okay. stopped because she was tired of taking baths. I mean, I think it might be hilarious like to buy it and then have it on your fucking shelf. Like fart of Chloe Kardashian or whatever their names are. Is, it, is that one of them, Chloe? That's one of the Kardashians, yeah. I'm so fucking not good with Kim. Kim's the one I know. Okay. Like a thing, if you had like a thing of like Kim Kardashian. No, Chloe's fart, one of the sisters, yeah. Like that would be funny. And right? I think Chloe would probably be the one to sell that because she needs the money. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. so that would be funny. Or like the bathwater of somebody famous. That would be funny. But if you buy it because you want to smell it or taste it, then there's something fucking wrong with you. You know, I think I'm, I'm going to start selling my own bathwater. Um, so she had gamer girl bathwater. I'm going to call it YouTuber bathwater. Nobody's good. I'm going to put it on the store. You will Nobody's be able to buy YouTuber wait, bathwater. Come there's this one Wednesday. guy that'll buy it from you. But I don't know if he watches our that one guy. <laughs> the one, the one. You guys, when, when we first started YouTube, after we got nice going... We had like 1,500 people or so. We had like 1,500 subscribers. It wasn't a ton. And uh, we were doing a live show called The Feed, I think it was. Anyways, we had set the Patreon up. Remember this Patreon? Oh, yeah. And we got rid of Patreon. If you go to our Patreon now, please don't subscribe to it, okay? Like, it literally says, the giant headline, do not subscribe to our Patreon. Because we're not paying attention. I, I couldn't close it. They won't let me close it. I tried to close the account. It never worked. So it's a public thing. If you go to our Patreon, don't subscribe to it. Okay, I, I have to still go in there sometimes and tell people not to subscribe. That the, that message me saying, where's the content? There's no content. Don't subscribe. Anyways, <clears throat> there we had this Patreon who got a pretty high level Patreon thing that included like oh yeah, messaging us or whatever. And he kept asking for the weirdest things. He was obsessed with me. Shane, he wanted well, photos of you in your underwear. Yeah, he's asking Shane if he can, if Shane can snap photos of me in my underwear. <laughs> and you know what the crazy part is? Shane didn't he immediately say no. <laughs> well, I thought it was a joke. I <clears throat> thought it was like, you know how? It wasn't, because when you made fun of him, he left Patreon. <clears throat> I know. Well, they got upset. But I thought it was like funny. You know, I'm like, dude, you're sick. And I'm like, yeah, I guess he was serious. <clears throat> yeah. I, I have a feeling that Shane's like, let me ask him about it. I was like, how much do you want to pay? I'm like, I might have pictures of those things right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, Chappie over here has been going off. Yeah, and, I'm seeing and... it right now. I was about to read it. He Go goes, uh, he goes uh, guys, I, I made a confession in the other chat. I just wanted to come clean. I am Bigfoot. <laughs> I told you Bigfoot could talk. I have dirt on the Clinton, so I have to stay in hiding. But I trust you guys. <laughs> so thanks for letting me get this off my chest. Wait, what's the dirt? No, I, that's the joke. Like, if you have dirt on the on the Clintons, like, you're not going to make it very long. You're not, yeah. They don't seem to live. Yeah, I hope you don't. I really hope you take care of yourself and don't commit suicide by shooting yourself in the back of the head twice. Please, if you need help, let someone know before yeah. you shoot yourself don't, in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, don't shoot yourself in the back of the head twice after, and then, and then bury yourself in the ground. No one wants to see that. That's some of the craziest <laughs> things where it's like, you know, look, I reported a suicide from... Uh, one of Bill Clinton's former trainers. And like, how did he die? He goes, well, he was strangled from behind. I'm like, what the fuck? He strangled himself from behind. Like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Someone's not adding up here, dude. <laughs> did you ever <laughs> see the movie uh, Primary Colors with John Travolta? Yes. Isn't yes. that great? That was a great movie. Great movie. Yeah, there was another another one that came out. Will Ferrell versus Zach Galifianakis, I think it was. Or something oh. like that. It was actually pretty clever. It was like basically a Republican versus Democrat. And they had, yeah, it was like a, yeah, I remember that. It was actually pretty, pretty funny the way they 
where they worked. And it showed like the corruption. They ended up working together anyways, because that's, I mean, really, it's just one party. And so, well, it's funny. Like we were talking earlier about Trump and DeSantis, like DeSantis dropped out and he like supported. Mm-hmm. It's like the only like comp- competitive thing in the world where you're like, I lost. Yeah. Now we're buddies. Like imagine if like the dolphins lost and said, I support the jets now. Yeah. That's not going to fucking happen. Well, you but know, you know, so- there's players on that team who are out, who have friends on the other, t- well, other I, they do too. yeah but i'm just saying like i can't imagine you know you know going against somebody and be like oh yeah throw my hat in the ring for the good of the party you know what i mean it's like i mean technically to- if DeSantis was doing it for the good of the party he would have endorsed nikki haley the party Why? doesn't want trump to win well that's i don't think that's true no yeah gop hates trump look at the funding gop's all of their all their their all of their support is going to nikki haley right now i think it's 50 50 gop it's it's swinging around. There's a lot of GOP people supporting. There's a lot of Dems here. supporting Nikki Haley too, which is weird. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. Well, because they want, they don't want to go against Trump. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Anyways, back to the water. <clears throat> John Burns for two seventy nine. What about Trump's rarefied MAGA bathwater? <laughs> Could you imagine getting Trump bathwater? Oh dude? my god, bro! It's like hit little tints of orange in it. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, there's like tanning solution in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this. I have, I have no, I don't, they're, they're, I'm trying to think, is there a single person that I would want their bathwater displayed behind me on my shrine here? No. I can think of one person. Can you think of one person? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Dan like, Marino's one, bathwater? I would have Tom Cruise's bathwater. I might as have it. I might, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. I might have Tom Cruise's bathwater only because I do believe that Tom Cruise might be the last actual movie star left. Well, okay. Yeah, like there's people that star in movies, but then there are movie <laughs> stars. And yeah. there's really only one left still. And Tom Cruise is like the last movie star. I mean, as a collector's item. And that, mean, would be a, that would be a pretty incredible. Why not? It'd be a great like, yeah. thing to collect. Yeah. You know, Tom collect- Cruise, you know, he, he's doing, a, he signed on for something. He's doing, a, I, think, I think he might be doing a Reacher thing. Like the Reacher is so popular. And like, he had that movie where he played a Reacher character. He was Reacher. Yeah. Right. So I think they might be, I saw an article where they were talking about maybe reviving that Reacher character because that movie he did didn't actually didn't do well. It didn't do bad. It made some money. That was a good movie. Yeah. He's getting older though. Um, Yeah. I don't see why you couldn't do anybody's bathwater when you have, you know, what's her name's vagina, the candle, what's her name's vagina. Oh man, that chick is so weird, right? Gwen Paltrow. I feel like Gwen Paltrow is not actually as weird as, I think she leans in. I think she's like, she's basically, Gwen Paltrow is an internet troll that goes like, you know what? This would be funny. Right. But how many people bought that candle Tons just so they could, her vagina smelled like. Right. That's very weird. Yeah. They also sell like these like marble eggs that you put in your vagina. That's supposed to help like with like the natural, I don't know, but it's, it's some of the stuff she sells is actually pretty dangerous. Like it's remember she's an internet troll. She's not an actual health specialist. She's an internet <laughs> troll that is very good at. And when you see her, when she plays herself on like a TV show or a movie, and she is that exact person that energy. She's like, she's like cursing people, and she's she acts real nice with one person, turns around and she's a complete monster to the next person next to her. She, I I do believe she has a very good sense of humor. And I think half her products might actually be like she might think they're beneficial, and the other half are yeah. just like this is a novelty item. Don't overthink it. I'm gonna make money. Oh God, here we go. You're gonna make Sh- Shane penis no. candles. It wouldn't have to be me. You, well, you actually just start selling like who put what we put on here. It was uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is movie star. Let's just sell like 
his underarm scent. This smells like Keanu Reeves. You mean like <laughs> how most humans smell? Really? Literally. That's funny. Large range phrase. The pop guys present two guys, one jar. <laughs> how do we get on this topic? I don't know, actually. All paths lead to disturbingness. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like the movie Dave. Yeah. Chappie says, I like the movie Dave. I like that one too. I also like the American president. I don't remember that. Michael Douglas. Oh, I do remember that movie. It's a great movie. I love how he has got that speech at the end. Like the whole time you're wanting to like fight for yourself, defend yourself. And he's like, I am the president, Bob. Listen, Bob. Yeah. He has that voice too, where it's like uh, when he, like, Michael Douglas is a very unique voice that mm. it doesn't have the same gravitas that like, like you, like Shane has and other people with resonant voices, but he has like this gravel in his voice that makes you want to take him seriously when he speaks. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, he got uh throat cancer by going down too, too much on Catherine Zeta Jones. Worth it. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, listen, listen, guys, you can, he you're going to get, throat, get throat cancer, but you get to go down on Catherine Zeta Jones every day. Like, <laughs> all right, rocket. Yeah. I'm in a taste. Like what's his name? Puss and boots. <laughs> Puss and boots. Wasn't he Antonio Banderas? Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it tastes like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, that's, that's gross. <clears throat> I can't believe I said that. All you say that, bro. I don't know. I don't. It's you know because we're talking about all this weird shit. You know, I feel like I'm in the locker room now. Hey, Ray, imagine the last surviving right. evidence of human civilization in four million years is one jar of fart. The one guy selling farts literally almost died from it because she was farting so much she had internal issues. That was that one shit, the blonde lady, right? Yeah. How do you capture a fart, bro? You have to, you have to like eat. The fact that you know this is really disturbing. You have to eat shit that makes you fart. Like, yeah, but how do you capture it? I, I'm assuming she just sits on something. I'm assuming. I don't really know. I've never <laughs> captured a fart. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably should have said that after you told me how to capture a fart. Yeah, I, and I, then I, said, I can't believe you know that. I do not know. I honestly don't. I don't. I would tell you mm -hmm. if I did. Oh, it's sit on a large funnel that goes into a jar, but doesn't it? It's air, right? It's like, how's it? It's not going to flow into the jar. I feel like you would have to have something attached to your anus. Yeah. And uh, then fart and then have it vacuum sealed. It's a weird conversation, bro. <laughs> I just want to point out that I don't think I started this. Oh, oh no. no, we started it with your underwear. It started with that guy who wanted to see pictures of Union. Yes, that's true. Hey, yeah. so look at this. As promised, Cock Puncher trailer with starring Steven Seagal. Sorry, I have to. World without justice. With a strong prey on the weak. All right, ready? Punching me in the balls. One man again. must face the ultimate challenge. My name is Steven Seagal. You have much to learn. My name is Steven Seagal. You, my young pupil, shall become Cock 32 puncher. pounds. From Global Tetrahedron Pictures. Steven Seagal is cockpuncher. He fat Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. I don't know. So many people liked him back in the day. And I was. I remember always thinking like, why do you guys all like this guy? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, before him, there was a lot of karate stuff. And, you know, it was very artful kind of karate. He was the first guy who came in and just fucking obliterated people when he fought him. Like, they, he just, like, decimated people. And there was this guttural, like entertainment entertaining this i can't remember what the first movie was there was a movie where like one of the first movies he was in where these people break into his house and he just takes them all apart and you're like yeah so it was cool it all was right. cool i was always more of um, the other guy his competition what was his name van something 
Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. I was more he of a was Van Damme. Never his competition, man. Huh? No, he wasn't. He was never his competition. Let me tell you something. People can talk as much shit as they want about about uh, about him, but he would have taken Jean Claude Van Damme and just fucking tore him apart. I don't know anything about that, but all I remember is what's that movie that Van Damme did? Time Cop. He did a bunch of them. Yeah, I like Time Cop. I, I like the kickboxer. And kickboxer. I like I like his yeah. movies. The problem is, is that he's you know he knew martial arts. And but he's not like deadly trained like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal was like trained to like fucking kill you. I don't know, man. I I, I knew he's a joke now, but I'm telling you, if you go back to when he first started his prime, the dude's like an eighth degree black belt. He was just trained to fucking rip your throat out. Now it's now he's hilariously a joke. Now he's a meme. And yeah, he's like, I'm I'm working at the border (laughs) here with the sheriff's department. He's like really fat, right? He's like over here. Fat Steven Seagal. Yeah. I'm a I'm a volunteer sheriff on the board bar. I'm teaching the sheriff's department how to properly defend themselves. And there's a video out there where he's like, you know, let me show you how to disarm someone that points a gun at you. And the guy's like three feet away. He fucking destroys him. And he just like he like slowly walks up and grabs a gun. This is how you disarm someone. You're like, what the fuck? That guy could have shot you like 15 times. No, no, he's Steven Seagal. They would have they would have all missed. They were like, yeah, they would have, yeah, they would have all missed. Remember that this is why Ryan Reynolds is he's a treasure to me. I love Ryan Reynolds so much. I know he's a spice that you can you could definitely get bored of if you have too much of him. I'm or annoyed by it at least. But I can never get that scene on my mind from the Deadpool 2 movie where the guy shoots him like a million times and he's like and, oh. and you think he's blocking all the bullets yeah. and he's like, whoa. And then like blood starts coming out. He's like, but not a single one. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It's fucking great, bro. <laughs> Archmage Frey. <clears throat> Didn't he go to Russia during this war to talk to Putin? He did. Well, he did. Yeah, that was I'm not. Gonna, that was I'm a bad call. End this war. End this war. Yeah, uh, Steve. Did he not let let? I think Putin kept him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Putin. He's like, oh, thank you, America. Oh, send oh, presents. You send your. Uh, you are a famous man. You very good. He's to train our troops. This is why they're losing the war. Stephen Seagal, Russia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's Archmage. actually a Russian citizen now, too. Archmage has it here, February 27, 2023. Russian President Vladimir Putin has signed a decree to honor the American actor Steven Zagal with a state order of friendship. And he went to North Korea, too. Jesus, this guy. Why are you going to all these places that everyone hates? <laughs> Look at the people who went to North Korea. Rodman went to North Korea. Zagal went to North Korea. It's like, what the fuck? I just think people want to like test the limits of their. Of what of what can happen to them? Yeah, <laughs> these people will keep you if they really want to. Yeah, look at this. This is from like late last year. The Steven Seagal and Vladimir Putin bromance is still going strong. Like they're in the middle of a war, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Steven Seagal's a <laughs> strange man. Okay, intelligence agencies around the world have spotted American actor Steven Seagal among Russian special forces <laughs> positioned around outskirts. Like he's fighting against. Ukraine. He's not actually fighting, dude. He's just sitting in the fucking foxhole. There's no. He's he's, not he's, he's dressed. Look, he's dressed like oh, a I'm Russian. Sure he is. And he's, sure he's over there with. It's pretty funny, dude. It's ridiculous. The guy's ridiculous. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's pretty funny stuff. So when they say redo redo Star Trek Six, the quote will be. Only Seagal can go to Russia. Uh, John Byrne for 279. I liked Michael J. Fox's scene challenging Michael Douglas. Ooh, what movie were they in together? Was it Casualties of War? I don't know. Let's find out. Did you read my review? Of, it was greedy. Of She-Hulk, Shane? Say again? No. Re- well, fuck no. All right. All right. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. When you're done here. 
why you keep doing reviews. You understand. It's so good. I'm so proud of this one. Oh, okay. Did you write it? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Let's see it. Most excellent. The moment I witnessed that majestic booty twerking tutorial, I thought, this is it. This is the pinnacle of television. Deserving every award, accolade, and perhaps a Nobel Prize in twerking studies. Come on. Okay. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'll let you guys go read it, but here's another one. I go, Sim's standouts include the indispensable diva friend, because every successful woman needs a quirky best friend. And then scroll down to honorable mention, Doomcock, who had no idea he was in it. His sources inside Disney wanted it to be a surprise. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to have to get you some material soon. Yeah, yeah. You, by the way, Shane's a much better than that. <laughs> I'm like, if you're fucking doing funny views of She-Hulk, I obviously need to give you more Note, shit. as for all you logical incels with your masculine beards and aversion to pineapple pizza, mm. the world has evolved. But feel free to wallow in your ignorance and refuse to partake in the brilliance of this show. Meanwhile, those of us with thin, scared that it's thicker than vibranium, who have reached a state of enlightenment where we treat everyone with equal rights and respect, unless you're white, male, or conservative, will bask in the glory of this groundbreaking masterpiece. And under nudity, I was like, blah, blah, blah. She-Hulk and Megan the Stallion can be seen twerking with each other with close-ups of their juicy booties. No nudity involved. Yeah, I went the opposite. Everyone, Everyone's like, worst thing. I'm like, no, best thing ever. That's great. Tim Roth did a great, awesome, he did amazing. Uh, he, he was awesome at cashing that giant Disney check. Uh, John Burns for 279. Play Will Sasso as Steven Seagal flying. Oh, I actually love that. Will Sasso did a great Steven Seagal. Everyone's mad at Will Sasso right now because of the AI thing. People need to calm down. What did he do? He made the... He's he's one of the guys that did the the George Carlin AI thing. Why does anybody care? I don't know. Calm down, you guys. Relax. I just don't understand. I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but I don't care that he did it. No. All right, here we go. This is called Crouching Tiger Hidden Bagels. It's a good title. Crouching Crouching Tiger Hidden Bagels. And now back to Entertainment Tonight's look at Steven Seagal's Crouching Cops Hidden Badges. Christ, right. <laughs> I'm Mary Hart. Welcome. Hi, I'm Steven Seagal. I may hate people that pretend to chat with me, but what I don't hate is making good movies. So I guess I'll today. You got it. Hey, fast forward. Hey, Here we go. watch this. All right, in this shot, I'm gonna use my magic to run up that wall and then jump up over the roof. Okay. Great. Hey, can we get those wires in here, please? Whoa, 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 hey. Who said anything about wires? I saw that Chinese movie like four times. I didn't see any wires. Yeah, that's because they were digitally removed. Oh, really? Well, maybe I should digitally remove your head from your body. These people are paying good American money to see me fly. He's gonna fly. Oh, what's that? Seems like point. Watch him. Ready? Here we go. He's gonna fly. So he was like, I want to run up the wall the way they did in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You are you that scumbag that doesn't believe? No, no. Oh, okay. I magically jump from this wall and fly over to that wall. It's really tough, so everybody make sure that they believe really hard. All I know so even now we're going to go ahead and do this your way without the wires. Kelly LeBron, Thanks, I only had to ask you like a billion times. And so, you know Medic you're doing something right at one and time. Action. Here we go. He's got to fly over there, ready? <laughs> you know, Will, Will Sasso sold out on that one. I got to tell you, I appreciate that. He really... Takes a lot to throw your body on the ground like that. Yeah, no, you know, Will Sasso is a really good impressionist. You want to know what held Will Sasso back? Being 400 pounds. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. If Will Sasso was skinnier and can represent a lot of people, he would have gone far. He's funny. He does, a, his impressions are rock solid. He does great impressions, but he's so big, 
he can never actually like you can do he can do Steven Seagal. You know? He can right. do only a few people. <laughs> easily, yeah. Same problem with having a beard. Like come Halloween, my, my wife's like, Hey, let's do a family Halloween costume. All right, yeah, what do you want to do? He goes, Okay, well, we can do this, this, I can't do that stuff. I have a beard. <laughs> How about I'm the bowling ball and you guys are the pins? <clears throat> yeah, I like I can play like three characters. I can play Tony Stark, but I'm also too fat for Tony Stark, so I'm like fat Tony Stark. So every year I'm just fat Tony Stark now. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's Halloween. You don't have to actually be Tony Stark. It's literally Halloween. You're supposed to be. You know, you will never be the actual. But thing. when you have a beard, your options for costumes are extremely limited. And when you're fat, oh, yeah. your options are further limited. So having a beard and being oh, fat, fat and bearded, you're basically yeah, like, you're screwed. You know, Benjamin. I don't know. Be <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. You know what's funny is I'm gonna be this Halloween. I'm gonna be. Will, Will Sasso as Steven Seagal, an inception oh. of costumes. Oh, I like that. Will Sasso as Steven Seagal. I like that. Yeah. Okay. No, Will Sasso as Steven Seagal as a Russian soldier. Okay. I like Kenneth LaRogue's comment here. Fat Thor. I can be Fat Thor. Oh, I can be Fat Thor. I know. Yeah. You're, you have blonde, you're blonde hair. You can do it better. Than sort I of. Yeah. Brown. Yeah. Blonde hair. Hey, guys, by the way, keep oh. putting your pictures in the, in the Unleashed channel on Discord. Okay, I saw a couple more pictures in there this Wednesday or Tuesday night. I'll take whatever's in there. I'm going to add it to the training data, and I'll show you what the new and improved Shane 3 looks like. All right. I can't wait to see it. That'll be cool. Yeah, Love I actually seeing pictures you guys do. So I, I threw that computer on to train images, and I learned something. Or I, I guess I learned something about me not knowing something. My train data is all over the place, and I had that class with that guy. I actually I paid mm -hmm. a guy online to... to to show me how to use Python models. And uh, very good dude, by the way. And uh, the thing is, I'm including too much data. So like, if you want to train, like say you want to train it on, you know, the Star Trek Voyager ship or something, or Jerry Ryan. Right. You need to, it needs to, every image needs to be the same size. And the point of focus needs to be the same, center, left, whatever it is. It could be different poses, but it's gotta be the same. The system doesn't understand how to properly train when it's like, um, it's not it's not that's not smart enough to realize that Jerry Ryan or whatever whoever it is is now on the third on the right side of the screen instead of the left all right that's why I know like, like AI is not as smart as people think it is also what's up Matt Vader in the chat oh look he says hey and then he insults me <clears throat> insults my hat. ugly on, Shane <clears throat> you don't even like the Raiders come on man be a be a dolphin <clears throat> fan Vader be a dolphin fan oh Niners what do you, who do you like Matt tell us who's your team Good to see Salty Nerd in the house. Brother from another mother. What else we got to talk about here before we get going? I got to go and finish that damn book. You, you want to talk about uh, that meeting we have coming up tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Is that tomorrow? It's tomorrow at 9 a.m., bro. Jesus Christ. Why did I do that to us? All right. I got to remember that. Uh, yeah, we got a meeting. We're meeting with the, the companion folks, the companion app folks apparently and we don't know can't give too much information on it but looks like brad wright might be doing something interesting so we got a meeting to talk about what he's got going on and how we can possibly support whatever that is and yeah so hopefully we'll be able to let you guys know soon exactly what's going on yeah we get to talk to brad wright tomorrow mm -hmm. which is pretty cool and if you told my if you told myself 20 years ago when i was watching you know season six or whatever or whatever it was uh, that I'd be talking to Brad Wright. I probably would have lost my mind. It's pretty awesome. Also, on on uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Stargate a little bit too. So we're gonna, be, we're gonna we might have some information to share on Wednesday about Stargate, whether it's we'll the game see. or whatever. I, I doubt. I have a feeling whatever we hear is gonna be 
hush hush though <laughs> disappointing but we'll see but yeah we'll see what happens hopefully drew d wants to know how long until the voyager doc is ready well hopefully i will have the script to brian tomorrow and and he will have it ready in about a week so thank you for saying that weeks. because i thought you were gonna be like probably this friday <laughs> well i'm leaving so i won't be here i'm leaving thursday uh, so brian's doing the show by himself on friday sorry brian yeah and I'll be gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so I really got to get him that script before I leave, no matter what happens. So, yep. And yeah, the thing is for every minute of video, uh, I think, I think the average was about 45 minutes of work, yeah. something like that. 30 to 45 minutes. That's the average. Some, some minutes can take longer than others. And it's a long doc. It so. is. It's a long doc, but I got to tell you, I can promise you one thing you've never you you've never seen it like it's literally every possible piece of Voyager information ever made public. Yeah. Shane, so. Shane went really ham on this one. Yeah. Well, and I, I cannot wait to read it. It's going to be good, but yeah, it's going to take uh, 60 to 80 hours of editing. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, Matt Vader is a Niners fan. You know, the thing about the Niners, Matt, and and, I'm, and it's fine. I, I support anybody who supports their fandom. I cannot like the Niners because of Super Bowl 19 and they beat the Dolphins in Dan Marino's second year. So in the Super Bowl, last time we were at a Super Bowl, so I can't like the Niners. Just can't. Did but I'm watch- sure you guys will probably win it all. <laughs> did Did you watch that, the the movie yet? What movie? The movie, the Kenobi movie. The Kenobi movie? Kenobi. No, I have not watched the Kenobi. Oh. I'm sorry, man. I'm just too busy. I know. I, yeah, it's okay. It's right. I, I, I want to watch it. Watch it on the road when you're, when you're, Away, oh, grab your laptop. It's on a thumbnail. How the hell am I supposed to do that? A thumb drive. You have a laptop, right? Just plug it in there. What in my fucking car and watch the <laughs> watch the computer <clears throat> while I'm driving? That's what I do <laughs> on long road trips. Uh, you're, you're crazy. I, I have I have my 12 inch <laughs> tablet and I put on Netflix or whatever. Dude, if if it if it's not going on my phone, I promise you, I'm I'm not going to be able to watch it. Well, maybe you could do that. Send me a link so I can watch it on my phone and I'll watch it on the road. That might be dangerous. I think I'll just wait. And you need to see it in the gram. What are you talking about? You need, to see it, you need to see it in a larger gram. Sorry. It's, 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 oh, I see. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll put it on. I'll put it on while I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. What else? Yeah, so that meeting tomorrow is going to be fun. Yep. I'm doing the show this Friday. What else? What do we else have we got? I think that's it. That's it for now, yeah. Yeah, but we'll have more. We'll, have more. <clears throat> we'll get the show Wednesday and We'll see what happens. Hopefully you guys have a good start to your week. It is Monday. Yeah. Support the clips. Brian's going to be putting out clips every day. Yeah. I was, I, supposed to, I was supposed to put one out this morning and I woke up late like an idiot because yeah. I was working late. If and you guys I'm, can, just watch them, you know, let them play or whatever if you've already seen it. Yeah. Like them. Like them and comment. Like them. Like and comment. That's the best way to help us. If you see one of our clips, just like, like and comment. That's going to add a lot to the algorithm. Yeah, huge, huge shout out to, I don't even know if he's here right now, Anthony Mark, who just really, you know, comments on every single video, constantly retweeting our stuff. Like, you know, and I know a lot of you guys do that, but I just, I really notice him doing it really consistently and, and, you know, really can't tell you how much we appreciate that kind of support because, you know, the world's tough. I was looking out there, you know, there are so many people doing shows now. It's like, how do you compete with like, you know, Howie Mandel and, and uh, who's the skateboarder, famous skateboarder, Tony, Hawk. Tony, Tony, Tony Hawk, you know, all these people, you know, Rob Lowe, everybody's got a show, Yeah. you know, and it's like, they all have these people who are famous. I'm like, how tough it is. So how, how grateful we are that we have you guys to, 
that that actually want to watch us. So we really appreciate. Yeah, it, it is really quite. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, guys. Oh, look, Chabby says I watch every clip from you guys, and I also update membership producer. You are a boss. Thank you, Chabby. I appreciate. Yes. That, man. Yeah, so Chappie, another guy who's always thank yous. And I, I don't want to leave anybody out. I just happen to notice Anthony, but I do. Chappie's always retweeting our stuff. And and that multiple of you guys really are. And let me tell you, if you're a member of this channel, we love you. So thank you. Hopefully it just gets better. <laughs> Frodo Liv says, I messed up by disagreeing with the chat earlier. I truly and humbly apologize. I really don't know the rules. You can disagree with whatever you want. I hope wait, it wait, which one? Frodo lives. Shame, Frodo lives. Shame, Shame. non-believer. Shame. Shame. I'm just kidding, man. Listen, no, nobody's going to give you a hard time here, bro. We every in, in this community, we are allowed to disagree on things. That's absolutely. Let me tell you something. One one of my best friendships that came out of this YouTube experiment is with Jeremy Snyder. I'm not sure if he's here right now. He might maybe, yeah, he might be here. He's here. And Jeremy Snyder and I probably don't agree on politics most of the time. Right, <clears throat> we are different, very much different people. Like I think I'm a libertarian. I don't. I, I think Jerry might be a little more liberal. I don't know, but we disagree on stuff. But we can disagree respectfully, and we still are Facebook friends. We can talk about things completely fine. There's a we, we made a mistake when we started this tribalistic thing where we can't talk about things we disagree mm. on. I agree with that. We need to. You need to be able to disagree. How else do you expect? The other side, or even you, to learn if you can't talk about things, or show your opinion or your viewpoint on something respectfully. Instead, we go, "Oh, that person wearing a red hat, so f him." Or that person has a <laughs> blue hair. Blue hair, f him. Like we have, like Brian to... did with his with his teacher, with his daughter's teacher. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you guys think that I was being like big? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm if you had it. seen her, like you don't understand. Like she had the, the every vibe you can possibly. And yeah, you know what? I'm just kidding. I should be. I'm just. Kidding. She was. She's not a friend. So like, I can look at. <clears throat> I can talk to a friend. They're not a friend. I don't trust the you know uh, L.A. United United School District or whatever to treat either. me to treat me fairly like the way I trust other friends that I don't agree on. Well said, John Burns. See my comment above at Shane. Let's see, an American president at Shane. Yes, that is the movie, an American president with Michael Douglas. And I believe Annette Benning and Richard Dreyfus. Yes. You know, there's one thing that Jeremy Snyder and I agree on is that uh, I love hot peppers. Is that I love Jeremy Snyder. Oh, wait, does Jeremy love Jeremy? Also, Snyder? also spicy pickles and spicy pickles. Yeah. And some bitch and cheese that I never got to eat. I got to eat Brian it. Had. Brian got it. I got to eat it. It was great. Which is fine because Brian cheese is, is tough on my stomach. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, oh, Jeremy's driving at the moment. Be yeah. safe out there, brother. Be safe out there. Jerry Bear in the house. Okay. So, yeah. Hey, let me know how that chili oil went, dude. He bought some of my chili oil. What a boss. Nice. And I want to know what people think. My other my other buddy, Josh, the Baja Rice Racer guy, uh, guy from Twitch, uh, he bought a bottle, and he's such a white guy, dude. He's like, I can't wait to get it. Like, second he got it, he, like, texted me. He's like, God, bro. I'm making some huevos rancheros with it right now. And I'm like, cool, man. Let me know how it goes. He goes, and like now we're like, fuck, bro, it's so fucking spicy, bro. I like it tastes good, but like I can't feel my face, dude. Like I'm this is you need to make it less spicy. I'm like, it's not that spicy, bro. <laughs> like, well, some for some for some, you know, the white people are melting, you know. Look, uh, I I put this in almost everything I eat. I don't even use regular dude, oil you're anymore. A monster. Yeah, but you're 
your taste buds are shot. So that maybe you're right. Oh, John Burns, Michael J. Fox. Yes, Michael J. Fox is also in the American president. He plays the the assistant to the president. Uh, fantastic role. By the way, if you haven't seen Michael J. Fox's, do it again like an apple. I'm pushing apple here. If you haven't seen his <clears> documentary, <throat> I'm still here or whatever. I'm. Question, it, did they give you like a deal I'm not aware of? Because you always talk about Apple streaming. Do they the know? Level, do they do they know that you're not even paying for your own Apple account? No, they don't. <laughs> you're paying for my Apple account. But here's what's funny is is uh, it's the only thing that's any good. I hate to say it. It's like there. It's so good. I don't know, man. I I, fin- don't. I finished Reacher, and that show is freaking amazing. I haven't seen Reacher. Maybe it's good. I'm and I do believe that, that part of it is that I just missed the entertainment we had 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. But I don't care. It's it's it was so entertaining. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I'm not saying that nothing else is good. Like there's not anything else good on the other streaming platforms. I'm just saying like when you go to Apple and you start watching shit, it's like good, 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 good. I, I mean I it's yeah. I can't explain it. I finally watched the end the end of Legends of Tomorrow. Boy, man, that, that show ended on a whimper. Jesus. Did it? Yeah. It really it was it was almost it felt, it felt like they probably found out halfway through the season that they weren't getting another season and they just like wrapped it up as fast as possible. And it, it was, was spiraling anyways. A little disappointing. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who just got better and better and better. And when it ended, you had a tear growing on your face and you were like, I can't believe this is over. It's crazy. We need to make a list of best TV series of all time. Agents, like seriously, like a Agents list for of me like, is our like top tier. Well, you you mention it so often. We should probably have like a top five like shows everybody should watch. The thing is, like, it's that show you start watching it and you're like, "What the f is Brian talking about? This is not that good." But the thing is, it you have to remember it starts way down here and it just continually. Well, you, yeah, you said first season doesn't count. Yeah, even, and the second season is a little bit rocky too. But you start to get the feeling for it. By the end of it, though, you're like hooked. Fuck, I am never going to. Here's the thing is like, I don't know how you, how did you watch an entire season of something that wasn't that good and then watch the first half of a second season of something that wasn't that good and just kept going without having to like cover it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how, because I thought it was attached to Marvel. I know, but oh, so you thought you had to watch it in order to catch up with the other stuff. I thought at the time, because it was going, it was, it was airing those first two seasons were airing alongside of the phase one MCU. And there was some connections to it. Like, Avengers season two, the way, you know, you ever wonder where they got that giant helicarrier that saved all the people from that flying city? Coulson, the the dead Coulson in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There was a whole storyline where he was, he, he was, he procured that for Fury. But do the I thing is, even, I mean, do we really care? It doesn't matter. Right. And, it, <laughs> like, and by the time, like, by the time you get, oh my the God, do you know who was flying that thing? The yeah. guy who was in that other show. And by the, by the end of season two, you realize that I don't think the writers of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D are even made aware of the storylines going on MCU because they're just trying to fit in where they can. And none of it is, it's all, it's not important. Oh, remember that time when, when black widow jumped off of that building and like, Oh look right below it were these guys having a meeting. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And that, and that's it. When they lost the baggage of the MCU and they were like, you know what? Let's not even pretend like we're even involved anymore. Let's just make our own show. Mm -hmm. That is when it truly became uh, its own thing. And it got better and better and better. When Lucy Lawless shows up, that's when you're like, Fuck yeah, great, great show. Yeah. You just got to get for that first, the first few seasons. You got to get through those first few seasons, but you'll get there. I promise. All right. Someday, someday I'll actually 
try it. <laughs> I know. I, I, I even I would love to tell you like to skip that, but you can't. You have to. You, you can't have to. Watch. You have to get through the shit because the, so there's hard. too many characters. If you skip two seasons, yeah. you're not gonna. You're not gonna like it. You gotta watch the bullshit. I'm sorry, Bob. You gotta eat your All vegetables right. first. Well, we uh, yeah, talked a lot about stuff. Going. Yeah, watched Armageddon yesterday. Liv Tyler still hot. You know, Drew D. Just this last thing. Empire Records. Out. I'm all I'm saying. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, in Empire Records, Renee Zellweger was the hot one. I know, but but I'm sorry, but Liv Taylor in that Catholic school girl outfit was like, yeah, no, definitely super hot. No, that was great. <laughs> but the thing about Armageddon, the thing with Liv Tyler is she looks so much like her dad. It's like if you if you grew up with Steven Tyler, so like she does. Dad. Well, remember, I didn't grow up with Steven Tyler, and I was in the '90s. I'm watching Liv Tyler, and thinking like, you know, 15. You're like, God damn. I, and then I saw quick, her look, next to her dad, and I'm like, Yeah, God damn, God damn, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had this this real quick story. I had a a guy that worked for me. Great guy, awesome guy. I started playing World of Warcraft, and for some reason, his sister was also playing World of Warcraft, and so we started playing together. This is back long before I was married. And, and so we were actually playing together a lot and we were like having a great time. She seemed like, I'm like, this is a great chick. She plays video games, you know, wow. She's really funny. She's awesome. And so she lived in another state, but she came out to visit her brother because we were on a ship and I met her in person and it was like the fucking splitting, spitting <laughs> image of her brother. <laughs> and like, we tried to go on a couple of dates, but I just couldn't do it. Like looking at her was like, <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking can't do this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and her brother was ugly as shit. I was just like, Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> like blew my mind. Like, hi, hi, hi there. <laughs> yeah. I, me- I remember when I was young, my space refers to thing. And I became friends with this, with this girl. So sweet. And so smart gamer, like just a really cool person. I'm like, man, dude, I got married too early. I just remember I think I hope my wife never sees this. I remember thinking I got married too early because this girl <laughs> likes everything I like. She's pretty. She's smart. We're sitting. We're, we're, we had conversations in Ventrilo playing Counter Strike. Awesome chick, right? And uh, this is the the art of the camera angle is really a thing because. <laughs> All I ever saw was the MySpace photos, right? And we went to we went to Winter CPL. I played I played in a tournament. Winter it was called Winter CPL. It was sponsored by Steam. It was a, one of the first Counter Strike big Counter Strike tournaments. I got third place, by the way, with my team. I was pretty proud of that moment. But uh, she showed up to the Winter CPL to support me and the other guys because we were all friends by this time. She wasn't on the team, but she was she hung out with us. And I was like so excited to meet this chick, even though I'm married. I'm not gonna do anything. And if my first impression was like what the f- how is this i i recognize like generally the face this is before mm. filters but it's she was very unattractive yeah and but the but the pictures was like what what yeah. just happened now we're, we're still friends i'm not trying to be rude but from my perspective the pictures were so misleading i was <laughs> almost a offended of, of online dating was back then too yeah. it was never <clears throat> Never right. I'm so glad uh, I got married early. Not to worry about any of that nonsense. Chappie, member for nine months, associate producer. Thank you, Chappie. Guys, do a review of season one and two of Reacher. Yeah, I would love to. Do that. Shane hasn't watched it yet, though. Actually, I might watch it though. I'm really out of stuff that I want to watch right now, so and I haven't seen Reacher, so maybe I'll start watching it. And afterwards, we'll great, great show. I also saw an article where it was Tom Clancy that read, that Reacher, right? I believe. What's that? What author wrote wrote the Reacher character? I have, no, I don't think so. No, no, he wrote the. Uh, he, he's the John. No, he's the uh, the other guy. He doesn't do Reacher, or does he? he does. No, I'm sorry. No, it's it's based on novels by Lee Child. Not, not, not. 
No, he does. Now you got to have me do it. It's Jack. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. So leech out. Anyway, I saw an article <clears> where the author and I, I, I tried to find it for a story, but I couldn't after the fact. The author basically <clears throat> said that he based the character on someone he met who was really secretive. And when he asked him what his name was, the guy made a joke because he reached for something and he said, well, you can just call me Reacher because you know, you can't know my name. And, mm. and I don't know if it was like publicity or whatever, but like he said, he based the, that character and the, those stories on an actual person that he met that was in the mil military intelligence, mm. <clears throat> whatever it is. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's true, but I want to believe that. I mean, why not? I mean, it probably had to somehow get inspired. Probably has something to do with James Bond as well. Probably has something to do with, with Jack Ryan. You know, the, the thing is, is that, you know, these aren't new characters. You just have, sometimes you get lucky and you hit it right. And, and honestly, Tom Cruise helped him quite a bit yeah. with his movies. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. My friends, I love you so much. We love you so much. Yes. We're going to balance on out of here. Well, Shane's got to get that script done and uh, I got a ton of work I got to do, but we'll be back on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific standard time. I hope you can join us again. And like Shen said, if you see our clips out there in the wild, please hit, hit the like, throw a comment. Say, even if the comments just, Hey, what's up, Brian? Cool. <laughs> I will respond. Whatever it is. We love you so much. We appreciate you being members. We appreciate you supporting us. You're absolutely amazing. We couldn't do this without you. And um, and we're just we're just very humbled that you come to watch us every week. And that's pretty awesome. Amen. Well said. Shane? Love you guys. See you guys on Wednesday. Later, guys. We're in Discord. Yeah, maybe. Discord. Come to Discord. So, until we are dick up and flat out.